0: Well, hello everybody and welcome to Mono E Mono Podcast for this episode number forty-seven. Hello, Mike. Hello, Eric. How are you, my fine sir?
1: I am doing okay, quite well. How about yourself? Best
0: day ever. Oh.
1: Look at a little cross plug there for Instagram.
0: <laughs> Something like that, right? <laughs> you know, it's funny, at the end of the episode, it's only a moment ago for us, but it'll be sure. two hours for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't listened to the end of one of our episodes and maybe you don't listen to the whole thing.
1: Just listen to the end. Go right to the end. <laughs> go
0: right. Give yourself right like maybe the last minute and just have a listen. We have new intro, outro music I should say. Uh, we've had it for a while now. Ten episodes yeah. or so. Give or check.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, around so that.
0: If you haven't gotten yourself to the very end, have a listen and as you'll hear us mention it is really appropriate so what is happening today? Because if you're listening to this episode the day we've released it, it's on election day. So yeah. happy election day to you, Mike.
1: And happy, well, it's not really your election, but happy election to us from you. Thank you.
0: Happy election to you. <laughs> Thank you. Happy Thank you. election. Mm-hmm. Well, we just had one. Oh, that's right. You did. We just had a provincial one. Mm, nice. Very uneventful. Was, I was
1: going to say, it sounds riveting.
0: <laughs> very uneventful. And you've got to remember, too, ours... They announce and then right. the vote's like five weeks later. Like there's no, uh, this, no this fucking.
1: Like six, eight month thing or whatever. year, year yeah.
0: five years of, yeah, it's. Right. Yeah, 264 years of campaigning. Anyway. must um,
1: more efficient.
0: Yeah. And that, we do it federally. We do it provincially. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is intro, so we won't talk about that. Everyone, Perfect. we talked about some cool stuff. We had a lot of fun talking about, what did we talk about?
1: We talked a little bit about a weight loss. Weight we loss. We talked a little iPhones, bit about a, right,
0: your uh, Braz- uh, jiu-jitsu foray. Brazilian 4A. jiu-jitsu foray. Beating myself up.
1: Obviously, uh, clearly political talk, but then also some chat ab- about some redemption.
0: Redemption. There we go. The, the, the redemption story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. God, great that's movie. a great movie. We it's such talk, a great movie. We should talk about that movie someday.
1: I would love to. I love that movie. That movie is fantastic. It is there's very, nothing not to like about that movie.
0: There's nothing not to like about that movie in any way, shape, or form. I'm sure if we watch it, we could figure out something. But you know what? And if you do,
1: there's something wrong with you.
0: Yes. So we don't want to hear it.
1: Nope. Because we are completely closed-minded here.
0: Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good times. Good times. I'm glad that you uh, you cracked yourself up already you you that's are pretty
1: that's the quickest i've ever cracked myself that, up on that here.
0: is very fast and yes. um and i do like my,
1: agree. just like my sex life
0: fast fast usain bolt and, anyways and, and it cracks <laughs> you up in record yeah. time it does absolutely um and much like you just said <laughs> who knows how the fuck i've gotten this far like this
1: <laughs> you and me both
0: in, in uh. any way no, no one really understands the answer to it, that mystery. But you know anybody,
1: what? Anybody tells you they have anything figured out, they're full of shit.
0: This this universe is far more mystery than anything else. <laughs> There's your. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery. There <laughs> is so much to talk about today for you. And uh, it is. You yes, are indeed. you are um, worthy of a congratulations. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to share with the public that you have dropped ten percent of who you are. Yes. More than 10%. More More than 10%. No, right about 20%. You said you were 230-ish to start. I was around, it was
1: 232.
0: And you started, you lost how many pounds?
1: Uh, I am at 23 pounds. So it's exactly 10%, actually. Yeah, basically.
0: No, not basically. It's math. No, it's 23.2. So if we really want
1: to be technical, it's 22.9, 22.000
0: something. (laughs) 23, you're at 10%.
1: yeah. Yeah, still 10%.
0: Very good. And how are you feeling?
1: I feel so much better.
0: I was pretty run down. Interesting comment. Um, mm-hmm. And not that I want to make this about me, but I will. Well, no, but this is
1: this is a joint. That, is, not that is, we're doing this together, but <laughs> you're doing your thing. I'm doing my well, thing. Yeah, yeah. sure.
0: you well, know. I've gained that much weight in the last couple of months. But it's just interesting. You just right. said, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. You just said you felt run down, mm-hmm. heavier. Sure. Griffin, you know, Griffin actually said to me today, hmm. I went to do, he's like, dad, and he's like, oh, dad, you're always tired lately. I'm like, hmm. and he, and he meant like physically tired and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I've been eating shitty foods and mm-hmm. I know I'm more lethargic when I'm eating shitty foods Sure, and I've felt crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, ah, you know what? And I'd reset myself today. Another day one for those who follow my Instagram. Um, I was
1: going to ask you about that
0: about what that specifically meant so yeah so i i streaked out mm-hmm. i've been putting day one day two right day one being strictly carnivore eating.
1: Okay. Oh, oh okay
0: strictly right. carnivore and yeah. when i'm doing it i feel really really good i feel like it works for me mm-hmm. i know we talked yesterday and we were texting yeah. yesterday the day before about yeah how keto is like nah, not bad but it doesn't feel sustainable to you right um carnivore when i'm when I get in in three, four, five days, ten days, mm-hmm. I start feeling really like really, really, really good, like not just like that I want to lose weight, good, but just yeah, sure. overall. Mm-hmm. So when he said that to me, I think that I might have had a light bulb moment today. oh, when he said that, you know what I mean like sometimes mm-hmm. there's just things that really quick with you, sure,
1: no, so. yeah. But, no, you, that, but you've been yeah, doing
0: the weight watchers thing which is interesting i don't know much about that
1: it's about four well yeah we're going on about 45 days it's 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 nutritionism. same thing i mean it's exactly sure. the same
0: yeah thing. yeah okay just
1: um but yeah and it's you know we were talking about you and i shot you know we're shooting back and forth about it and at keto and you know keto was great for a extremely fast weight loss but the problem is if you're not if you're not really prepared, and keep in mind, I'm not a fitness person. I'm not, you know, all about eating healthy and all this. So when you get lose 30 or something pounds in like a month and a half or, or something, you know, crazy that it was, which was fantastic. The The problem is you tend to gain it back very quickly. Like for how fast you threw it off, you can, if unless you're probably prepared to, to you know, not you eat keto the rest of your time, but completely change how you do things. I could see you losing you know 20 or 30 or 40 pounds quickly on keto and then you know switching to a better healthier diet you're probably going to gain a couple pounds back just because that's how it tends to go but not maybe a ton you would just get you know, let's say let's just throw 5 pounds back and but then you'd be still happy at 35 pounds down and maybe eating sure. healthier smaller portions more throughout the day you know break it up etc and we didn't neither Susan and I were really into doing that you know, and we'd been talking for a while where we were like, OK, well, what do we want to do now? Because we were both kind of and and she, you know, she's lost, I think, 13 or 14 pounds. And, nice. you know, she's quite a bit smaller than me anyway. So yeah. she always goes, well, you've lost so much. I go, I had more to lose than you did, though. There's the difference. You know, I said differences is, is, you know, what you've lost, you know, is almost the same percentage as what I've lost. Right. So that's, that's what it's all equal. about. Right. We're equal. We're doing that. We're basically achieving the exact same thing. So, um, but we were talking about it for a while and it is, I am one of those people and so is she that you have to be ready. Like you, 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 you can't half as like doing keto, you can't half ass a diet. You just can't because you allow yourself to get into a mode where, you know, oh, I'll just, you know what, I'll do the diet. You know, I started seven days a week. Yep. You know, you, you tend to, it's very easy to talk yourself out over time. Extremely easy. If you're make, not ready, you make it, bad
0: excuses right. and- and it's yeah. hard anyways
1: when you're ready. So it's doubly hard when you're not. So we both got to the point where we said, okay. And we both kind of look at things the same way where we go, okay, we're gonna do it. We're gonna start in two weeks. Okay, so we got to the point where we both said, okay, we're both not comfortable. We both wanna lose some weight. So she she's very big on the research thing, So she researched everything and said, you know, I think this would work well because it's, it's just a meal plan thing. You buy the food, it comes. You know, it, you eat X amount of portions throughout the day. You have a breakfast, a snack, a lunch, a snack, a dinner, and a light dessert if you want it or not. But the portions are smaller, clearly, and you're also eating throughout the day, which helps your metabolism. So that's, and, and the fact that we can just set the food out, for the most part, there's some frozen food we have in the fridge, but you, we can set out a day's worth of food on the counter in just in a row and go, okay, you get up, you can have, you can have enough coffee, you know, you have your one cup of coffee, which we can have, we have a cup of coffee, grab your breakfast. I walk back, start work. And then you grab a snack about two hours later. And it's just all spread out of every two hours range. And you can definitely over time, it's, it's, it's definitely keto is like a sprint, you know, whereas this a normal diet of anything really is just more of a marathon. You, it, it just takes time. And the problem I think in with people in general, me included is you want to see results. And when you see results, then you get more excited about doing it. But when you don't see results, you tend to get discouraged, right? So it's, it's as time has worn on, we kind of push through that part. And, you know, we've gotten to the point now where, you know, we can, you know, we've lost what we've lost, but I definitely, I recommend it. It's pricey. I mean, obviously doing a, we did a joint plan for he and she and I being married and it's, it's about, I, you know, you and I talked about this. It's, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. It's probably 4 or 500 bucks a month to do it. But we think, well, you're right. We're not number one. We're not buying as many groceries as we sure. used to because we yep. don't need to, and we're not eating out as often as we were eating out all the time, so it pretty much wipes it out for the most part. And even if it's a little bit more expensive, it's not perfectly dollar for dollar, so who cares? And so yeah, so that's kind of how what has worked for us is is we're just not people that you want us to think that much about it. It's just get up do your thing and be done. Like we had a cheat day yesterday and we haven't, you know, had a cheat meal per se in a couple weeks. So, you know, it was like, we're going to go out and we had Mexican food for lunch and a margarita. It was fantastic. And it was like, got up today, felt totally fine getting back into what we were doing because it's just really easy to do it. You know, you don't have to food prep, you know, you're not doing all that the night before, like keto, all that stuff you're prepping to and this and this and this. So, yeah. It, it, it's so far it's worked. I mean, we're, we're both, we're both very close to what our target, where we wanted to be. And we're not targeting per, you know, health specific based on our height and weight where I'm just looking, Hey, I'm thirty I'd like, I'd be happy at like two to two Oh five. If I could stay in that range, I'll be happy. And she was the same way. I just want to be X. And so I'm about, yeah, I got about five pounds to go for me to hit the two Oh five range. And that doesn't mean that I won't continue and keep going, but it's just, okay. I'm in the mode now to where I'm feeling more comfortable. I definitely can tell when I go out and eat at a a restaurant, I eat less food just in general.
0: That's, Um, that's such a, that's that's one of those key Mm -hmm. things, right? And yeah, it's funny, like you said, you don't, you're doing it. you don't have to think about it. And it's interesting because like Mm -hmm. so many things that are really difficult, whether it is creating new habits around eating Mm -hmm. um, people that do fitness stuff for the first time or haven't done it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just so many things. It's, if you don't have structure, if you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. then you're fucked. Because it's like right. you you wander around. It's like the gym person, and, and you can ana- you can mm-hmm. you can analogize it to eating. Right. Uh, a diet is <laughs> you see a gym person in January wander around for two, three, maybe four weeks, and then they don't come back because mm-hmm. they just go in and, and and by the time sort of that they don't they don't know what to do with sort of long term. It's the same as like dieting. The, sort of the long-term sustainment, right. you know, two months, three months, maybe. And then you know, it's start getting back into old habits. sustaining part comes in. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, well, not even sustain, yeah. Creating the... Well, trying to the, sustain the, it. Be on the, a diet long, for two the, to
1: three months, then... Right, right. The
0: long-term habits of, you know, maybe eating smaller portions or... Sure. Not eating the, the junk food that maybe you're used to eating when you're bored or... or right. Or doing something out of habit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so it's... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I, so good for you. Really proud. That's really proud yeah. of you, buddy. That's, I mean, it's, I, it's not easy. So
1: no, I feel I, you know, got to the point where I just was hurting, you know, it's like, cause I'm ten, and you're like, my knees are starting to hurt. You're just tired all the time. You're, you know, I would still do stuff. I mean, that's the funny part. I would still go out and do the stuff in the yard in the weekend. I mean, I didn't never, I didn't stop doing it, but it obviously became harder, but I still did it. And I think I just, you know, we both got to the point where you're just, you're, you're done you got to get to a done point where you're just like, I don't want to do that anymore. So, But I am finding us now it's, you know, thinking ahead, like our friends coming into town on Wednesday that we haven't seen, you know, lives in Costa Rica. And, and he's like, let's go out to dinner. We're like, absolutely. We haven't seen you in like a year. So absolutely. But so then we're like, okay, well, now we know how to plan for that day. We'll just eat less throughout the day and we'll, eat, you know, enjoy our meal and start the next day. Right. So that's kind of how we're finding it very easy to not stay, cheating food. We found it very easy to go, okay, you ate like this, or you had this or that you didn't plan on. And then we just started the next day without a problem. It's pretty easy because it's a mindset. And I think that's what, what's been so easy for us is to turn that into, okay, sure. We had our what food that was not what we would planned on, but we enjoyed ourselves. We didn't overeat when we did it. That's another part of it. And then we just started back up the next day on System and didn't miss, we don't really miss a beat mentally, which is very interesting. So yeah, I'm pretty good with that.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. And pay more attention to like down the road, you know, how much, mon- how many calories are you taking in a day on an average? You know, not, not you know, perfectly calorie count, but go, you know, you're trying to shoot for as a guy for, you know, 12 to 1800 calories is kind of a range to, to, to lose weight. So you kind of want to be in that range. So just pay more attention to what you're, I, what I have noticed is because I, I stopped drinking a lot of soda. That was the first, the main thing. That's,
0: that's so huge.
1: I drink, you know, I drink obviously regular water. We got a whole bunch of flavored waters that she'll pick up. And then also we'll we'll drink like diet. diet you know, and I used to hate diet. And I don't really care for like diet sodas. But when you haven't had a regular soda, it tastes fine. <laughs> you know, you're just
0: totally. fine with it. Like yep.
1: diet 7-Up diet. And we've had that discussion before where you and I have where, you know, diet Dr. Pepper, diet root beer, diet, diet 7-Up. Really good substitutes for regulars because they're good. So, um, but yeah, so, so I've stopped. I, I, I haven't, I've had one, I think I had a regular Pepsi, like, I don't know, like a month ago, like three weeks, maybe at the most.
0: I can't even tell you the last time I had a regular Mm -hmm. pop. Now, the one thing I've switched over to is just these sparkling waters that have Mm -hmm. flavor in them. Mm Mm-hmm. We um, do too, yeah. And, and they're they're really mild flavors, and like, mm-hmm. but I like the lime, the mandarin oranges, a few, mm-hmm. and then there's the the house brand for the grocery store around here mm-hmm. has a sparkling water root beer. Hmm. Okay. It's a super mild root beer flavor. It's best when it's really cold, but it's actually sure. It's actually like you know pretty tasty. So, yeah. but yeah. yeah so I've good. I've I've reset today's officially mm-hmm. my day one again. It's right. my fully fourth day one, but it's you know um you know first of all when griffin made the observation i was like i don't like that like it was one of the reasons i really recommitted (laughs) myself a number of years ago we talked about this yeah Yeah, because you know i I didn't want that with the kids and then and then of course i four weeks ago now three Mm -hmm. and a half weeks ago um i started brazilian jiu-jitsu
1: right so you add that, adding all that physical activity on top and of eating not as well. That's gonna drain you.
0: Well yeah. and the yeah. thing is, like what I'm doing now, um, I need to I need to have this thirty, thirty five, forty pounds off of me 'cause like Oh sure. Oh so, sure. So yeah. well did I tell you what happened to me three weeks ago?
1: Uh something dislocation.
0: Discuted my shoulder, that's right. right. Yeah, we had yes. done it. So I discounted my shoulder. Now that that doesn't have anything to do with it, but on Friday was um pretty intense rolling day. So rolling be like when you actually actually are fighting and and sparring, mm-hmm. like right. it's, oh, You yeah. just call it rolling, right? Sure. So we so <laughs> I didn't know this, and I not that it would stop me from going, but it would be nice to have been mentally prepared. So I do the classes at 5.30 a.m., mm-hmm. and basically the mm-hmm. the way a class goes is like this: so you show up, you warm up. The warm up takes five plus minutes, whatever. So you are mm-hmm. warming up, sure, and then right what you do is so the instructor no matter you know whatever the group is three four people two three four people five people he goes okay so he he demonstrates a technique and then you partner up and you and you work the technique so right you know for example um okay like uh back escape so you're you're, you're like um one of the ones we are doing recently so guy has you from from the back you're you know like really dangerous position to be in um and then you work he shows you how to method how to escape from it, so you take a sure. couple of turns your partner's holding on to you, but all they're doing is just trying to hold you in in that position and mm-hmm. put like twenty five percent and you basically work the drill to get out you do it a couple of times you switch over and then you do that so that's a that's a little bit you know um you start to break a sweat, but sure you no know. sure. and then what you do is you learn another technique, maybe maybe two or three in in a class. They start to put them together. And then as you're drilling, it's like, okay, you know, like when when you're drilling now, like um, the person who's like working the technique, the other person who's like doing the hold or whatever, like just put a little more pressure and Mm -hmm. make a little more attempt for the person not to be able to get away or do whatever they're trying to do. So there's a little more reality to it, right? Right. But it's a touch more. Mm -hmm. So you do that. And then the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of class, He's like, okay, so you do one and a half minute to two minute drills, and what you do is, okay, you start in this position, you start in this position, and you know, person on the top is going to try to get to A, B, or C. Mm-hmm. Person on the bottom is going to try to get to their A, B, or C, mm-hmm. right? And okay, go, and that is fucking hard as fuck, sure, because like, uh, uh, now you have two people who are trying to do their thing and trying to other, stop the other person from doing their thing. Full speed, pretty much full speed. That's right. Okay.
1: So like we talked about in the past, doing a wrestling match, that two minutes where it's just full go, same thing. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: So Friday of last week was (laughs) pretty much full go the whole class. Mm -hmm. Three minutes. So there's three of us. What he did is, okay, so you start on the bottom, you start on top, go, three minutes. And then the one guy on the bottom steps out, then the next person who was like out comes in, and then you switch over top bottom, and Fucking go for three minutes. So you go for six minutes straight. Each person, right? Dude, I came out of my six minutes. My <laughs> forearms, because you do so much grabbing and holding, and grabbing like gi. So you're grabbing and making a fist, right? Like so you're grabbing right. someone's gi by collar, by somewhere, right? Sure. Right. Um, often, and you fucking you're you're hanging on for your life. I mean, my forearms are so fucking sore. I couldn't lift my like you know when you take your hand and you extend it up. Like, if you pull your fingers back towards you, I couldn't barely do that. I had to put my palms together and press them together just mm-hmm. to make my forearms feel like they weren't fucking going to fall apart. <laughs> and that was after the first goddamn time. right, Dude, I was so fucking... And then I... So I was like... I mean, the feeling in the end is amazing. Like, you're just like... You're so fucking... Spent. I'm just on the f- floor, on my knee, like, just spent, right? All right. And and then I tore a... Mu- or I didn't tear, but I strained a muscle in my ab... Like right up under my rib. Fuck it still hurts. <laughs> and I went again today, of course. But, well, sure. well, yeah. but nobody told me that that Fridays are Friday and Saturday mornings are intense days. Oh. Thanks for letting me know.
1: Would've been nice to be mentally prepared. Mentally not that you prepared. wouldn't have gone. No, but of course just, not. Right. Mentally Would've. prepared. Gotcha.
0: But I tell you this, uh you know what? Like this experience, um, it's fucking dude, it's so like I can't even say how amazing it is. This is this is okay. So here's the thing. So you learn this drill. You drill a technique. You drill a technique. And you're like, I got this. I fucking I got this. Mm-hmm. This is cool. You're like, like one of them where um, guys side. Like, do you know anything about any MMA's or? No, I mean I've seen it, but I don't okay. know. Okay, so guys side it. mount. Your you, guy has even side mount or more mm-hmm. half guard, mm-hmm. and and so they sort of have you in a dominant position. You're underneath. So you do this thing. Slip and you hip your hip escape so you're fired out one way. You reach over, grab, uh, okay. And then I'm assuming the instructor, and I'm like, okay, like put the pressure on my neck hard. Like, I, I want to have to escape this, and it's just right. one of the pieces. So I'm firing, and I pull out, and he's like, good job. And I this, and it's like you got it all, like you're doing it, like the technique really well, and I'm feeling fucking good and stuff. So then I'm with my partner, and I'm doing it, okay, yeah, yeah. Then it's the roll time. <laughs> And then, and then it reminds me of a saying that Mike Tyson said, mm. "Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face." <laughs>
1: That's one of my favorite quotes to him. Fuck, I love that saying. <laughs> it's and one I'm, of the best perfect because it's so true in anything. And anything.
0: I will tell you right now, this Brazilian Jiu Jitsu <laughs> thing: mm. when you're three weeks old in it, and you're going against a guy who's six months or a year, and you know mm. a blue belt, which is you know the, the first mm-hmm. you know the, the first belt promotion, or everyone in the class has a couple stripes on their white belt. Mm-hmm and like oh yeah hey the, that's right he's gonna be trying to do shit to me well i only know three or four fucking moves and he knows like 50 mm-hmm. and he knows what i'm trying to do and because i only know like two or three things it's completely predictable mm-hmm. like i'm just fucking struggling to get, like so the guy was going against today it's just two of us in class if he was 150 pounds i bet you i'm being generous yeah five seven maybe Uh And the only reason that I had any chance against him today is because I was using just my fucking 70 pounds greater than him Mm -hmm. and my length. Like at one point I, so at one point I got him in half guard, which is where he has one of my legs wrapped up with both his. Mm -hmm. And I just stretched out my body. I just felt that if I could just push my body flat, he couldn't do much. And the instructor was like, good job, good job. Right. But then he just fucking flipped his hip out, jump jumped over. I was like, fuck, he oh, just flipped <laughs> out from underneath me. <laughs> I'm 70 pounds heavier, and I'm purposely trying to smother him into the mat. like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking, it's, it's so humbling. Oh, it, I bet. Like, and then I, then I fucking, he had to go to the bathroom, so I had to roll with the brown belt, the instructor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, well, you know, he's literally saying, okay, like, I'm trying some of the stuff we did in class today and he's, I could tell he's letting me. Like mm-hmm. it's so humbling because it's like I want to do this and he's actually letting me and it's still fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he escapes from what I'm trying to do and puts himself back into the position we started in purposely. Sure. Cause but he can't.
1: That's, can. how else that's how, But that's how else you're gonna eventually continue to learn.
0: Oh yeah, but it's like it, it's, yeah. it's 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 unbelievable how. Find a place. You should I'll mm. encourage you to find a find a, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu place near you, and mm-hmm. they'll give you a free class. Sure, go do one. It's fucking. It's awesome, dude. I've
1: been thinking about that. I've also been thinking about
0: Krav Maga. Oh but why did it do? Krav Maga? You ever heard oh, of Krav Maga? It's a type of karate, isn't it? Right.
1: It's uh it's yeah, that the Israeli soldiers use. Yes. It's a it's a very That's right. It's it's very interesting when you see it. It's it's very it's a lot of obviously defense, blocks, strike, but it's all it's you know it's it's a very interesting. Uh, Dallas was starting to do it for a while, and it's it's very cool. But I don't know. Again, I don't know if that would be good for me to just jump into that. But I just thought it was interesting. You know, it's one of those things where you kind of watch like what they do. Yep. It is pretty intense. If you ever check it out on YouTube and so they show you the soldiers when they're training and stuff, and kind of what the whole point of it is. It's it's very it's a very interesting technique type of martial arts it's a it's it's heavily into like going into somebody's attack right like they know that they're probably going to get stabbed some you know it's just a matter of they deflected enough to where it's just like nicks, so they can get you like they yep. can get you in control so it's it's very interesting it's an interesting concept of i'm going to take a hit probably i mean but it's a matter of they deflect to a very low hit scenario and then they get you right so i'm like oh that's interesting. Not that you want to get hit, but I just an interesting mentality of you're probably going to get some sort of hit, but you're just going to make it extremely light for yourself, comparatively speaking. I'm like, right? Huh, interesting. So, yeah, you should check it out just for fun, just just because it's an interesting – it's very, very different than what you see a lot of other things do.
0: Yeah, so. I think I, I think I have before. Mm-hmm. It is it is it's pretty cool. It's very and unique, yeah. The, I mean, the thing I love about jiu-jitsu that is so cool – is that you know? It's 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 this idea that you can just really go full on, like you can mm-hmm. really take it to like a, like basically like a hundred percent. And mm-hmm. you know, right when you get to a submission or a choke, mm-hmm. um right when you feel that okay, yeah, like he's got me, you just tap out and, and just right. let's go, start over, and just yeah. start over again. And you know, you just it's it's it's. It's fantastic like it's just like it's first of all like i said the humility that you just have to like you have to eat it left right and center like mm-hmm. you know and like i said this guy who was like and it's so funny because like even the instructor who have now this instructor today uh it was only friday and then today was the second class with him as my instructor the other the other um, black belt has been my instructor most of the time mm-hmm. like he already knows like he <laughs> It was the first time he had, uh, like, we went to to go into the rolling part, and you know the 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 little guy, like the actual other, like, um, uh, classmate today, he's 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 there, and this is when we we're actually starting to roll, and mm-hmm. and he warns them. The instructor's like, you know, he goes, oh, I, the, the guy on the ground, so he's on the ground, he's laying there ready for me to cut to get into position. He's like, so he's definitely bigger, and, and the instructor really goes, and he's strong. <laughs> like and I was like I kind of looked like like definitely it was a bit of a compliment there but like Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like he just told him and he like and and the guy's gonna work me like (laughs) what's funny because like in my in my morning classes the 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 one guy that I tend to partner with the most he's like yeah, you're the strongest guy that that I face here at this at this school. I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, and he's like, you have these crazy long legs. I don't know what to do with. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so he's saying these things, and I'm like, and you still fucking kick my ass, like.
1: Yeah, but it, it's also, but it's like you said, every everybody that's doing it has been through what you've been through.
0: Everybody has been exactly where I was right at one time.
1: It's it's also like the theory too. It's like the people that and I understand because I don't really work out that much, but I understand why people have a hard time, say, going to a gym because they're not comfortable or not maybe necessarily confident, and you're you can kind of feel like you know you go in and there's people there yeah. that are there and you kind of feel embarrassed. And I think that if more people would understand, and I'm again I don't go to the gym, but my mentality has always been, you know, unless you're going to some weird Venice Beach muscle beach kind of weird place. I've always come to understand that most everybody in there, first of all, doesn't have any care about what you're doing. You know, they're, they're not there to judge you. Um, And second, you know, most of those people, if you go in there and let's say you're just a really heavy person and you're trying, do you think any person that gym is going to say, look at that loser? No, you're in there doing something, you know, it's like, yes, that's, so that's what I've kind of learned over time with a lot of things, with you can take it to a lot of things. Is that, you know, most people really aren't that interested. I mean, I think we build it up in our head of what people are thinking and in react because we're self conscious. But They're I so think worried. the reality, yeah, yeah the, I think the reality of it is, is that's nothing of the case. And most people, like you're, like you said, you're in a class they've been where you've been through, you know, were, you know, the, the people there and, and they want, you know, they're, everybody's there because they want to get better. And, you know, it's a situation where you think, you know, it, it's, it's humbling for you right now, but again, they've been humbled the whole, their time that they started. So it's a rite of passage and eventually you'll get to this a stage where you're not going to be necessarily as you're always going to be able to be humbled. Oh yeah. That, that's a given because that's just what happens in, in those type of events. You're always going to be around a bigger, badder person at some point. <laughs> so, but I just think that it's a good humbling though. Like you said, it's good. It's good to feel that way. It, it sucks at first, but it's good to feel that way because you're also learning and you're also, everything that you're being humbled by is something that later on, you're going to go, okay, I instinctively remember that now, right? Well, and, it's and, very interesting. Well,
0: yeah, and it, it's, it's, it's. It's such a great reminder to me that I I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, and, <laughs> there's and, and, always a reminder. <laughs> well, I, and and the thing I love about it is, and somebody somebody called it this, this this before, and and I heard this, and I'm really seeing it now. Is it is absolutely physical chess,
2: right? Um, oh, sure, absolutely. Because
0: you know, like I know, like I'm already starting to see where, like, for instance, on Friday when I was rolling with these two guys I would never rolled before. And I know mm. very little. But, you know, I was like, I was starting to see, okay, if I do this and he might do this and I do this. And it's like, but then something else popped up. I was like, oh, the fuck, I don't know what that is. And But he's thinking way more than I am. But as I get to know more and more and more and more stuff, like, when I think of one thing and I start doing, a, like, a, a movement, like, I won't have just one path that... It's an option to me. I'll have 10 paths or three, you know, whatever it is in, in that position. But right now, I only have one, maybe two paths. So it's very predictable as to what I might sure. be doing right. to someone of else. Exa-
1: exactly. It's exactly what it is. You're going against, a, you know, uh, like if you're playing chess against a machine, right? With the, you only know two things.
0: Yeah. But then it's the chess master thing, right? Like the chess master that I, I might go against, he knows. Thousands upon thousands upon moves, and and it's not because they've learned them as much as they're like, they have, but there's much like instinctive part of what they do. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Oops, sorry. I hate so when that happens. <laughs> look at that. There you go. I found
0: I found you a jujitsu gym. You can go try Infinite Jujitsu. Oh yeah. Where is it, Rockland
1: Yep, yeah, it's about 15 miles away.
0: <laughs> did you? Sorry, a, did that's you... out
1: of my that's out of my comfort zone. I know where Rockland is. <laughs> because i was actually seen, just I've in seen, rockland a, today by the way that's why i was i was you said that i know where it is because where i am in lincoln and rockland is about x of miles i was that's okay. where that's like the next biggest
0: yeah no, city I see. is is rockland yeah so, yeah well, there's lincoln family taekwondo but it's taekwondo i right, said jujitsu you dumb fucking
1: <laughs> that's on that's on that's actually downtown lincoln i pass by every almost oh, all the really? time so i know where it is that one is yeah <laughs> So very cool. I'll check it out. You know what we just had open up? Not to change total subjects, but a- yeah, I thought no, this so- was so cool. It was one of those axe throwing places. Oh, there's a there's one really close to my place. Yeah. We haven't done it yet, but we were the other day. You know, it was ironic because, you know, the phone. I'm on the phone and it gives me, you know, I'm on Instagram and it says, you know, it does that where it gives you, a, you know, an, an ad. And I'm like, yep. what is this? And I'm, it's all someone's What, axe, what kind whatever. of place? What's it called? I think it's called Axt, Axed. Oh, okay. yeah, A-X-E-D, yeah, there's Axt. Axed
0: and there's Bad Axe.
1: Okay so I think it's it's a chain but it's axe. So I'm yep. like okay and so I'm like Lincoln wait a minute. So I looked it up and I'm like oh that's over by our car wash. That's I know exactly where this is. So it's old Susan and she's like oh yeah 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 we should do that. I said well sure yeah we'll call up our friends, you know, blah blah blah. We'll go you know, just go do something different on a night out because that'll be kind of fun. So we'll check it out. It's cool, though, because you can get food and, you know, it's more like appetizers, but you can like beer. That's right. You know, and they have the TVs going and it's, it's yeah, I'm like, that's pretty rad. I want just something different. I've seen people post pictures because they've done it, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but there's one locally like 10 minutes from here. So I'm like, now we'll check it out because, you know, I don't want to branch that far out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, there's... um. A couple of people I know that have, like even joined the leagues that are um, that are available. I know that there's bad axe throwing in Surrey. There's mm-hmm. a what is the axe throwing? Let's see port coquitlam. I, everyone I know has a blast at it. Mm-hmm. So urban, I've seen urban, it. Yeah, urban axe throwing. That's the one that's okay. near near us.
1: It's one of those. I I I don't want to. It's not. I wouldn't call it an oddity because that's not a fair thing to say. It's something very different. But I'm like. How does anybody who get told, like if somebody was to walk up to almost anybody, almost anybody, obviously some exceptions, but almost anybody you could go, hey, want to go throw some axes? And almost anybody is going to, any gender, color,
0: is is going to go, yeah, "Yeah." (laughs) totally. I think that that that's what exactly people are are all about, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's trying something different. And I, I like the idea that, you go and, you know, Susan, and I could do it by ourselves and that would be just yeah, fine. It'd be great, whatever. But it, it's definitely fun to do it with a couple friends and, and, you know, just hang out and I'll do something that, you know, is new and just different. It's like going to, you know, going to the zipline places. You know, we have one up here too. And there's like yep. a, it's like a zipline slash obstacle course kind of thing in this like quarry area. It's really freaking cool. We went and it was fun. It was yeah, like, we, oh, Susan, we, I did it. And yeah. We it have one of
0: those fun. in the, uh, in the bushes it's called Wild Play. Oh yeah. I don't remember what this is called, but
1: I, but it's in a quarry and it's not too far from us. And I'm like, you know, I'd like to do this about 20. And now I'd like to do it. When I did it, I was heavy, a lot heavier. And so I'm like, oh, I'd like to do this now, like feeling somewhat now, like I would like to try it again now. Cause it was, it was difficult being heavier. because of all the stuff the zipline stuff's easy but you know doing the you know climbing along the walls and doing the obstacle courses on the bridges and all that kind of stuff that's all different which you know i'm not very huge in heights anyways so yeah, that together i'm like i'd like to try it on a different different experience now you know it'd be kind of fun nice
0: yeah the axe uh, throwing is uh yeah i want to go i want to go do that i i've been trying to get a group of people from work like a work thing together to go do that mm-hmm. that would be good too yeah
1: like we yeah. did like my bosses, we're not doing anything obviously because of covid but it was like he was like what do you guys think we should do and i'm like yeah, we should do the i fly which is you know the whole indoor skydiving thing
0: oh yeah, yeah. i go
1: because yeah. we susan and i did that before for one of our birthdays it was fun and i was like Something like that or something like the axe throwing, right? Something like that's just different, you know, that is just completely different, that everybody's out of their comfort zone. And when everybody's out of their comfort zone as a group, people tend to have a good time because everybody's
0: out of their comfort zone.
1: So, yeah. Nice. Very, very nice. What else we got going on? A lot of stuff going on. Well,
0: something that's been driving me bananas. Mm. (laughs) So i don't know if you ever run into this if you ever run into something where you want something new or need something new mm-hmm. and you don't know when the thing that you need is going to be available mm-hmm. so it does it doesn't really weigh on your mind too much right but then when you know the date the thing will be available mm-hmm. suddenly now it's like it's uh it's forever away or mm-hmm. so my iphone uh-huh. is badly mm-hmm. cracked mm-hmm. Right. Bad, badly cracked needs to be re- needs to be replaced. I mean, the home button doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm having to use the widget button, and you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's a pain in the ass. Um, so I don't know if I'd explained this before, mm-hmm. um, but because I joined my company's pilot before the launch mm-hmm. of our mobile mm-hmm. um, product, um, very generously the company, in order for us to be part of the pilot, gave us four months of no bill. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't pay, which is you know really nice benefit. Sure, but during that time, I can't make any changes to my account. It's part of being on the pilot. They're like, don't touch it. Mm-hmm. We need you to just not touch it so that we can just deal with. Mm-hmm. They probably did it to onboard people and deal with back end stuff and just right. Right.
1: They just don't want to do, and they don't want anything to change at the moment. They just yeah. need four months of it, everything being equal, so they can see if everything's. That's right. Back end stuff. Right. right. Okay.
0: Right. Well, during that time is when I broke my phone. So I was like, okay. And I, I was figuring it out. Okay, well, the, that time period is up at the end of approximately when the new iPhones will be released. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they were released recently. And oh, perfect, okay. so So then the dates for the new iPhones come out. And then almost right with that, we get a notification saying, okay, make changes to your accounts. And by the way, Thanks for being on the pilot. We're gonna give you five hundred dollars off a phone. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, my bill is super cheap because they give us a great staff price. Sure, of course. My bill is super cheap, and I get five hundred dollars off a phone. Nice. It's all pretty fucking awesome. Heck yeah. So, but the so I decided on the twelve mini, which is really funny because as soon as I got the five hundred dollars. We, I didn't know. I'd already made the decision which iPhone I wanted. Right. And then they said 500 I was like, who do I want? Because I chose the cheapest one. And I didn't choose it because it was the cheapest one. I actually thought about it. Because there's, there's four iPhones now, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. There's the, right. the 12 Mini and the 12. Mm-hmm. And there's the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max. Right. And I, and I looked at it and I said, okay what do I really need and want out of a phone? And I did a whole bunch of thinking. So here's how I came to the decision. Okay. I was like, so the look of the phone, I actually care about. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. I actually really like the look of the iPhones. And I I love the product red. Really have always, every time an iPhone comes out in product red, especially when it's not in sort of like the secondary version, like the SE or the Mm -hmm. plasticky ones. I really like, Christy had a... um, a 7 Plus in Product Red. Uh-huh. I fucking loved it. Love that color. Well, the the 12 and the 12 Mini are available in the Product Red, and they have the metal e- edge, and they look really good. So that factored in. Then I was also like, okay, I don't want the big one, like the 12 Pro Max. I don't want that giant phone. R- Christy. Oh, yeah. Christy I've had
1: ha- it before. Oh. Yeah. Uh.
0: And some people like it. Christy has an 11 Pro Max. And it's mm-hmm. great she loves the big phone and screen, but I put it in my pocket when I'm walking the dog I like you know do, do like i I like the smaller phone so I was like, okay and then when they released it the twelve the twelve and the twelve mini are identical like spec wise they're just right. different size other than that they're identical phones so I was like okay the 12 mini is a smaller phone than mine. Like the physical unit is smaller, but because it's, they're all, you know, the screens are all edge to edge, whereas I have an eight. So it's not edge to edge. I'm going to get more screen for a smaller phone. Right. So I was well, like, sure. Yeah. That's, absolutely. that's the win. So I, I, I'm, I'm upgrading my screen and actually downgrading, not downgrading, but have a smaller unit. I'm like, that's the fucking win. Like I'm winning big time. So I just, that's what I decided on the 12 mini. Sure. But it's funny because again, when they you know, the natural part of your brain's like, "Ooh, maybe I will spend more money." I'm like, "Stop! i already made the decision on the twelve mini, so that's what uh, I'll get. I'll just right." So, yeah, long I, I,
1: I remember when the the bigger iPhones first came out. Um, you know, the 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 pros or whatever. Yeah, or the plus. About I think the plus. Two, yeah, the, the plus. Time. That's yeah. what it was. The plus. Yeah. And it was funny because you know, we got one and i think we had it for like two cycles right two phone cycles before yeah. we went back you know but it was funny because when we first got them i mean, I was instantly like oh this thing is too big i mean it's just too big
0: you get used and to then, it quick though
1: you you do and then and then i then i didn't think about it for two you know two or three year two years or whatever and then once we went back down to the regular size I went when I got them. I'm like, oh my god, this feels so tiny. It's fantastic. <laughs> so right. It's, it was just crazy. But I remember the the pro the the yeah the the big ones, and it was yeah, it was oh yeah, they were just huge. And now, but now you're right. You get with the with the regular size phones. With the screens that are just larger on the same size phone, so you're getting more screen with the similar size phone. I think the new iPhone that's come out is a very, very smidge larger on the regular size. Not a lot, not not a ton. Just you know, just a little bit. But you know, we thought about it and then we're like, yeah, you know what? We could probably go one, through one more, you know, one more phone cycle and then we'll probably you know, upgrade at that point, my phone works great. And I'm like, I don't have any, I don't, you know, I paid cash. So it's like, I don't, I don't have any payments on it. So it's, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do that. And so, yeah, I, I used to, you know, we do have the, um, we used to be on the plan where we would do the, uh, the iPhone upgrade plan Yeah, where where you would, you yeah. know, yeah, you'd pay, you'd have it, you'd continue. And you basically every year you'd get a new phone and once we paid off, we finally decided because, you, you know, if you keep the phone for two years, you eventually that you pay it off. That's right. Um, and, and so we can go back on the plan at any time we want. Like we can go and say, OK, I'm going to go and do this. But then we decided on this one. We're like, let's just pay cash. So we pay cash for these phones and, you know, they're totally fine. But it's just, yeah, it's interesting kind of the different options, you know, of what's available. Yeah.
0: And the beginning. So I got to come back to my, the actual beginning mm-hmm. of my story. Sure. Because I realized I started saying... It looped
1: all the way around. The
0: reason I said I started this was because of timing drives you crazy. So the 12 and the 12 Pro were launched ahead of the 12 Mini and the 12 Mm -hmm. Pro Max. Mm -hmm. So you could have got those before. I don't know if you can... You could pre-order them. But you couldn't pre-order the 12 Mini until this Friday.
1: Okay.
0: Or can't, I should say. maybe You can't order it. Um, So... (laughs) So I've been like counting down I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I I was in the store two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. I was like, yeah, I'm here to order a phone. Okay, do you want the 12 or the 12 Pro? I was like, no, I want the 12 Mini. They're like, you can't order that one for, you know, like until November. I'm like, what? (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Okay, bye. See you later. (laughs) You just lost a customer for now, sir. You just lost a customer for now, company that I work for.
1: I'll be back. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be pissy.
0: I will <laughs> I will come back and I'll be still ecstatic because I'm getting a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now so now so because of that, I am I've been counting down the time until I could get my pre and I can only pre order on Friday. Right. I have to, exactly. I have to fucking wait another week until it's available. Oh
1: know. sure.
0: Maybe I'll. The phones have to be available. Maybe I can get a hold of someone that I know. There's no way. I don't know. Any, I'm not.
1: May, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Here's what I think you should do. I think. <laughs> this is going to be go good. In, I'm looking yeah, forward to this. I think when you go into work. Yeah. I think you need to just pick up the phone. Yeah. And just call the CEO.
0: Yeah. I'll be, like, Brad, hey. Like direct. Well, I have the phone. Well, of course on. you do. Hold on. Let me Do let you me have in your cell? Uh, no. But let me Let me just open up uh I have my work computer over here. Hold on. Let me just slip over.
1: Let me just send him a quick message. Let
0: me just see. Would it actually have his phone number in Outlook? (laughs) It'd be good. My phone is broken. I'm sure sure you have sympathy for me. Let's have a look.
1: I have a grave amount of sympathy for you with a broken phone that you've had to have for four months. Oh, there we go. CEO CEO Brad. Mm
0: -hmm. Well,
1: Make sure you call him tomorrow.
0: Hold on. And actually, he's 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 in. No, look, not as you know. Brad's last name. He's there as CEO. <laughs> I swear to God.
1: <laughs> I know. I can go to my company, our company phone book, and actually see the CEO. It's just kind of funny with his actual direct line. Hold if on. I ever wanted to call <laughs> him, which I would not. Let's have a look here.
0: Um, title. CEO. No, no details in the organizational chart. Oh, sure. Contact just has his, like a chat with him.
1: (laughs) Ours actually has our CEO's phone number. Now I'm, I'm not saying that that phone number May that, not be direct, that, that might be that might be the, the number two is executive assistant. Outside. I was just to say
0: that that goes to a person that, um, that's what I'm gets, thinking gets referred to as the gatekeeper.
1: That's my thought.
0: And that person yeah. is, <laughs> well, maybe not by title, the second most important person in the company, <laughs> pretty
1: much. Oh, they yeah.
0: are the second most important person in that company, and they you know things that it. many people don't know.
1: Oh, you can guarantee it. That's why I find it to be hilarious. It's just funny that you can go and there's the email, which of course, but we get emails from them all the time because it's the mass emails, right? So it's just kind of of funny, but it just makes me laugh. I always go like, if you call this number, you're not going to call him. You're going to call so-and-so, the executive assistant, or like you said, the gatekeeper outside his office (laughs) for you to be able to do that. (laughs) <laughs> and he's in New York, so it ain't going to be in Phoenix where everybody else is. <laughs> so well, you're I not think going it's, anywhere.
0: I think, I think it's funny because, mm-hmm. you know, you often say like, you know, the most important person in the company is blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. or technically, like, maybe, I say, if you, but... I always, I tell people, you know, if I start a new office or a new location, I always look for two people. Mm-hmm. The person who actually runs the place, mm-hmm. actually. Right. And the person who you need to know because if if you know that person, it doesn't matter who else you know that's who gets things done right right and often the, fix, the person... The, fix,
1: the quote unquote air
0: quote fixer the fixer right like mm-hmm. and you know there's there's always those two people in every they' they're never the same person because they, no. they do different things but mm-hmm. um and 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 often that that person who you know quote unquote runs the place is the admin assistant for the Sure. Whoever of the top course. dog is in that office, right? Oh sure. Um Yeah, it's it's uh Yeah.
1: I actually met our CEO God it's probably about six or seven or eight years ago. And it was and you Bob, know our CEO Bob yeah, Jim. Yeah,
0: Joe. Joe. Um no.
1: It's you know, he's extremely well known, meaning he, in the in the of world. Yeah, yeah, he's a huge CEO. So That's right. we met he, him. He's huge,
0: like five hundred pounds.
1: Like massive, <laughs> but he did one of those where they do like the road shows kind of thing, right? So yeah, they yeah, get yeah, yeah. And they go across the country, which is smart. I mean, it's it's fun for you know to get involved in people in the, in totally. the community and stuff. But they were here in Sacramento, so we went down, and uh, you know there was like lunch, so everybody went all it's buffet thing, and we're just literally. in He's line only worth with him. one
0: point three billion. Yeah, he's no big. Right. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
1: But he's very personable. I can tell you that. Um, but it was very interesting cause it was right. You know, we, we have the meeting with them meaning everybody came in from different areas and we all, you know, kind of descended on this one location for this road show, which is outdoors in the parking lot with the barbecue and music and, you know, them showing up. And there was like him and four or five other high level executives, you know, doing this. But, uh, but it was, it was actually cool. But it was one of those things where are like, that's really cool because, you know, we're sit- literally, we were literally sitting in our buffet line, literally he was right next to us going through the line, just... BSing with everybody like and not and not he's not an a BSer like you know mr. jovial and loud and no he's just very polite and very nice and you know very you know how is everybody just very interesting you know very interesting to just do that so i always think it's kind of cool when people say that i'm like you don't understand how it what it does to people just to be around somebody that runs your company that is just at least during that time a pleasant individual You know, I mean, it's like, like they wouldn't be pleasant, but you never know. (laughs) You never know. But I said it does, you know, it's a morale is an amazing thing when it comes to that stuff. You know, so when they, when they do these road shows, and you're kind of like, ah, that's just a PR. Well, yeah, of course it is. Of course it's number one, it's PR. And number two, you know, you kind of want to get out every once in a while and just see people's faces. You know, (laughs) just in general. So it's got to be exhausting for them because you're meeting just over time a large amount of people, just a massive amount of people, you know? So, but yeah, it was very, very cool. So yeah, but, um, but yeah, you need to get on that. You need to call, you need to send a message somehow to the CEO and get yourself a phone early because you know, they, they control Apple.
0: Well, I do know and in, in, and he and you know, the, the previous president, and I know mm-hmm. the current president, um, I know they do meet with Apple executives. Oh, uh, sure. I mean, they have to, right? we, we're one of the, the, the major companies in, in Canada for 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 Apple. I mean, we're the smallest of the, there's what's called the big three in Canada for mm-hmm. telecommunications, Rogers, TELUS, mm-hmm. and Bell. Mm-hmm. And then we're the, you know, when it comes to overall, we're the fourth largest. Um, mm-hmm. We're bigger than our biggest competitor out here when it comes to wireline, so like internet and TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're bigger. They're they're national for 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 cellular, which is we've just gotten into the cellular game. Um, when I just after I started with the company, so mm-hmm. um, well,
1: yeah, okay.
0: So what's what's our what's our CEO's? I'm trying to find his net worth. Well gives mm-hmm. me a salary. Well, yeah, which, which is pretty pretty decent. But where's his? Wow. His dad, the founder who passed away, Mm -hmm. was worth a couple billion. But who knows? Eh, knows? (laughs) It's not important. He sleeps Um, well at night. He's good. I, I, you know, he's, he's, he's doing just fine. And his company is, his name's on the company. So. uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. He gets the perks.
0: He gets the perks. So let's see. (laughs) I I was doing a couple notes for today. What else we got going Mm -hmm. on here?
1: I wanted to, I I definitely wanted to touch base on that uh text that you sent me with Trudeau. Oh,
0: about,
1: yeah. Let's that's about definitely what I wanted to get to because it's it's he's not and, and it's it that's just a catalyst because this has happened. This is happening all over the place in terms of 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 I think your and I point of view of of this not not placating, but I I think this this willingness to um to, to, to try to dance around things, like just make it like softer. And I'm like, yeah. Mm, so like the headline no. on this one
0: is, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, Canada's Justin Trudeau, condemns France attacks, but says free speech sure. has his limits. Now, the interesting thing is that is, that high, that, that headline I'm good with, you know, mm-hmm. condemns France, sure. a, just, just the headline, condemns France attacks. Good. Says free speech has limits, it absolutely does. Now, the problem is, is where does um, where are those limits? That is the important right. part, right? Um, you know, I, he says, I
1: don't, yeah, I don't, okay, go ahead. So, it says Keep his going.
0: statement about free speech was related to the recent controversy surrounding the cartoon printed and reprinted by the Char- Charlie Hebdo magazine in France, and mm-hmm. said, like Canada will always defend freedom of expression however trudeau was careful in framing his responses especially after seeing the outrage against macron who's the french president Mm -hmm. after his statements about the repeated attacks in france being a result of islamic um radicalism so here's trudeau's Mm -hmm. macron macron says islam is a religion that is in crisis all over the world we are not just seeing this in our country So what did Trudeau said? We owe it to ourselves to act with respect for others and not to seek arbitrarily or unnecessarily injure those with whom we are sharing a society and a planet. Well, yeah. We do not have the right, for example, to shout fire in a movie theater crowded with people. There are always limits. He he also urged people to be more aware of words and actions towards fellow humans. In a pluralist, diverse, and respectful society like ours, we owe it to ourselves to be aware of the impact of words and our actions, on others, particularly those communities and populations who still experience a great deal of discrimination. He also added that people need to have complex conversations in a very reasonable way. Although he openly condemned the attacks saying it's unjustifiable and can sure. wholeheartedly condemns these attacks. So this is an interesting article this is a bit different than I would than the other one I sent to you, which made it look mm-hmm. and sound more like he was basically almost shielding um or or saying that almost it came across in that article that i sent you that he was almost saying like the charlie hebdo shouldn't have been able to do what they said
1: yeah i don't i i don't think that i never kind of got that feeling from it but i i, I think what they they obviously were, were leaning with the you know here's the thing with, with what he just said and what what gets to me is he is shielding in the aspect where he then defers during this whole thing about people that are being discriminated against. Yeah. That has nothing to do with this situation. That has nothing to do with what this discussion was about. And the fact that he mentioned that puts it into a playing field of, well, it, it makes it sound... I mean, I, I don't know what the relevance that was when in, in terms of what he was specifically pointing out. I understand... You know, I think we all understand... Um and I think you and I fall very similarly because we've talked about it, because we're both when he was said it to me, we're both like, eh, and even 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 in this article, it doesn't necessarily come across as bad as I th- would think it would have based on the other article. I'm still not a fan of it. No. Um so that being said, I'll give him the credit that you know what he actually quoted as saying, I don't think is terrible. Um I don't necessarily think it's, I, I, I unfortunately still think it's not coming from the right place. I, I think that no matter what anybody thinks, yes, words can hurt people, obviously. People can get offended or, or you know, and I don't say offended like they shouldn't. I just, people can get upset, they can get offended, they can get insulted, you know, for, you know, what, what you say. It still does not justify violence to somebody because of words. Actions could potentially cause violence, clearly. But just telling somebody, like, for instance, drawing the cartoon that got that, you know, in a, not joking, but in a satirical way that Charlie Hebdo did, does not warrant
0: people no, going in and murdering No, people, no and he is right? he, and right. he is saying that.
1: Sure, sure. No, I don't think he's saying that. No, I, I didn't take what he said as to be a terrible quote. I, I, I think it, you're right. I, I agree with you. I think that the other article gave it kind of a leading perspective that he that he was would would in the article i think you would expect to hear kind of like what you said that it was expect to be more putting a little more focus on well we shouldn't probably have done that in the first place and that's not what he said so i give him that so i don't think he but 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 i think it opens up a general discussion though because that does happen you know bill maher brings it up quite a bit you know and talking about especially charlie hebdo why are we so quick to point out that this satirical paper quote unquote made fun of Muhammad but that's fine it still doesn't deserve people to go kill people
0: no of course not i think right, the interesting so, yeah. thing is this mm-hmm. if you or i or anyone
2: sure.
0: parody satirize criticize mm-hmm. a religion
2: mm-hmm.
0: how fair game is that so i you know i asked the question because then, then I sort of give it a little more context. The question is: Are you attacking any person when you mm-hmm. when you satirize or again any of those things to a religion? Mm-hmm. Right? Is 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 that against? Are you like okay? So we tend to we tend to say Muslim or mm-hmm. is right, Islam and right. um. And we tend to, it seems to be that we tend to almost make it like, saying Muslim means you're talking about people and you're talking about religion and they're not mutually exclusive, right? Um, whereas, like, Muslim is a religion, mm-hmm. you know, Islam is a religion. Right. Um, but being
1: from the Middle East and Muslim doesn't mean that, Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, there is a separation. Unfortunately, and this is true, obviously not with just Muslims, it's true with, Pretty much any religious faith,
0: exactly. So it, know, is a, it is. It so is a part of who they are. So if, if I satirize Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. am right, I attacking, and that's a good example, am, am absolutely. I, am, am I am I attacking Christian people? Quite possibly. So, so, well, here's the thing. Now, it's subjective answer to that. I don't think I am. If I satirize Jesus Christ, I am satirizing Jesus Christ. If a mm-hmm. Christian wants to say I'm attacking them. That's their perspective. I'm not. True. I'm not fair. No, in that's my fair. Way, right? right, because my intention is not to attack an individual, right? Or a a group specific of people. person or right. group of people. I'm satirizing Jesus Christ, right? You know, if I satirize Buddha, I'm not attacking Buddhists. Now they might feel attacked, but that's on them. Right. Um, you know, fair. If, if 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 a Muslim is standing in front of me. And I'm arguing with him, and then I start drawing in front of him a picture of Mohammed because my intention is to do it, knowing that I will it'll make him angry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a different thing. And, you know, uh, you know what 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 I think is, and I don't know, but I I well enough the the thing is, I doubt that the Charlie Hebdo um, artist or person mm-hmm. that did it was doing it to be like fuck you Muslims and then did that he was satirizing the religion or the religious ideas Mm -hmm. or whatever it was Um, and and I think that that's where these problems lie right Mm -hmm. is you know people are so sensitive to their religion that if you do something they take it as a personal attack on them Mm -hmm. rather than seeing that this is a challenge to ideas
1: right yeah yeah, I, I agree I mean, I agree with that aspect, but I still don't feel a verbal attack as long as, and again, or a satirical attack. I mean, there's a difference between, like you said, a satirical attack and you specifically singling out somebody in a specific argument and, and being nasty. But when push comes to shove, as long as two people don't lay their hands on each other, period, there's no excuse. No matter how mad you get and upset that somebody insulted your religion, regardless of whatever religion it is, whether, it, whether it's you know the the Islamic faith or complete right wing Christians, I mean you've got you've got plenty of people you can point out, you know, yeah. and of course there are obviously extreme examples that 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 are the ones who act out on these things. You're not seeing this generally speaking from say what you would call an, an everyday Muslim or an everyday Christian or, you know, just a standard, not, not, we would term them more of extremists, right? Because clearly if you're taking something to the uh, fact of murder over an idea, that's extreme. I think well, we all you know, Yeah. Agree. And, and, and I mean, yeah. the
0: crazy thing too is, is that, you know, when, when the, um, when the cartoons were done and then mm-hmm. there was the attacks on Charlie Hebdo afterwards, um, you know, because of said mm-hmm. cartoons. Well, the news now is that because of these um, cartoons, mm-hmm. um, people at Charlie Hebdo were attacked and I believe killed. Right. Mm-hmm. So, the crazy thing is, is that news outlets were so afraid yep. of, of we're the, they to say the same thing. I'm glad they would tell that, they yeah. would tell the, they would tell the story, but without the context of what the cartoon looked like. Right, you they don't would,
1: know what what it looked like in order to go. Wow, that was offensive. And again, not that offensive deserves death, but it's but it's, but it's right. new.
0: Yeah, but okay, right. but but it's news. But they couldn't put it in because because of fear of the Muslim um, mm-hmm. uh, repercussions from those that were you know on on you know so you know, so so uh, sensitive to that mm-hmm. they went to and, and and attacked. I mean, it's such a crazy thing. I mean. In the end, I think you know the point of it was was what Trudeau said, and I think that you know when I when I base on on the the story I just found and read, I think yeah, it's pretty. Here is the thing: it, it's a it's a it's a pretty standard sort of very diplomatic response from a left leaning liberal mm-hmm. prime minister of Canada.
1: Which sure, I, I don't think it. I certainly now that here I heard his entirety of what he said, uh, which is always important. You know, it's extremely important to understand, you know, context, um, and especially with quoting, I've, I've been very vigilant now, whenever I see any kind of headline with a specific quote, I always try to look at multiple sources and understand, okay, what is the actual quote? And I think people would, that's why you and I, we've mentioned it today about just generalized media. It's like, you really need to be diligent now about what you did and, and and that's what something that Trevor Noah had said who I'm not a Trevor Noah fan, but I'm also someone that if you say something smart, it makes sense and I agree with it, I'm gonna say that. I mean, you know, we're all flawed. <laughs> you know, I may not like somebody, but that doesn't mean I don't agree with a the comment they made. Right? Where he talked about and this was back with the Jesse Jesse Smallette hoax. No. Oh, yeah. He was right. And he says, and I give Trevor Noah a lot of credit. You know, I know where his leanings are and that's fine. But I respect a comment that makes complete sense for anybody because he says it, it's for everybody. It's not just one, but you know, and he says, basically I'm paraphrasing that if you hear or read something that reinforces your personal opinion about something, it is up to you, your responsibility to do more research, to make sure that that's accurate. Like just as an example, right? You, you, you. You believe that these Trump supporters, you know, did this I smile out. Okay, well, that just reinforces that I think all Trump supporters. But what, okay, let's, why don't you, because that reinforces what you think you believe about it, now you need to make sure you do more, he said, more diligence to ensure that that was right. And and he said and this is for everybody, and it makes sense. It's for any part of the aisle. It doesn't matter where you lie. You, if you read or hear something that reinforces your opinion, based on an article or a situation it is up to you to be even more village vigilant in researching to make sure you have all the facts regardless of what it is this is just, or less just an easy example because you, they jumped the gun so quickly right of course and i understand you know it sounds horrible well you know let's let's do that so that's also the same thing but i but in terms of freedom of speech and freedom of expression i mean my point of view is as long as your expression doesn't physically hurt anybody. A response of physicality is not acceptable. It may not be liked. Look, there's a lot of assholes out there and they can yell crap at you and it's nasty and, and it sucks and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be upset or offended by it, but you know, the, the I, I just have a real problem with the actual words itself giving somebody they feel that way, that I have the right now to end somebody's life for it,
0: for words. Oh, totally right.
1: Right, and I, I'm and I'm not saying words don't hurt. They fucking absolutely do. I, I I am not oblivious to that. But I just don't. I think that as human beings, if your response to somebody whether they're being nasty, I'm not talking about whether you fear for your life. Or there's obviously many many cases where you know violence uh, happens that clearly it was things justified. Right. That's that's the fact. But I don't feel that whether it be political satires, whether I believe it's just words from Twitter or whatever, no matter how nasty they may be, do not warrant a violent action unless a violent action is put upon you, <laughs> right? So that's, but it shouldn't happen, you know? So, but yeah, I think Bill Maher's big beef with the Hebdo thing was was that with the media. He brought that up immediately saying, what disgusted me more, and I understand the sensitivity part of it is, but your brethren, journalists, you know, at this newspaper were slaughtered and I, I don't, he, his, and I get it. I don't feel that, that yeah. I feel that people needed to know what they died for. Not that it would have been right, but it's like, okay, you got to get some context, but by cowing and saying, we, we need to hide behind the sensitivity because yeah. we don't want anything else to happen. It's like, what is that saying about you, about anybody who wants to do that? And I, I it's a very tough call. I understand that, but I mean, you know, so it's, it's, it's the, you know, they just had a incident where a teacher, and I think it was in England, I, I think, uh, that had, I don't think they sh- they shared the Hebdo satire. They might have, but somebody was offended and cut his head off. Okay.
2: Uh, That's yeah. a,
1: a reaction that, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care even how, whether a person is, say, extreme left wing and say, you know, this was an act against that personally and they reacted, doesn't matter. There's no excuse. None. There's, and, that, and that's my thing with tolerance about everything. I mean, and again, I'm not saying that people should go out and be violent. I'm saying, that's my thing. You need to stop being violent based on words. I mean, I understand violence based on full actions and things that could hurt people physically, but this whole, like, you, know, you said it earlier. And it made sense. And, and this isn't just true in religion. It's a great example, but it rings true to people's political philosophy, et cetera down. It's like some people get so ingrained with whether it be religion or their politics or philosophy of that, that it, that becomes who they are. And if you go, if you dispute, say something politically, then they take that as that's a personal attack on me personally. And now I feel I have the right to react violently. That's not acceptable. You
0: totally, know, none I, of I, I, t- I totally agree. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, I I get it. People are sensitive to things and, you know, like sure. things like religion is, um, you know, like the thing for, oh, for, yeah. for you know, billions of people that is at the core of what, who they are, what they believe and, you know, that, that sort of thing. But you're right. It is, it's, um. yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild that, that, you know, that, that, you I get know, very angry about that. Yeah, <laughs> there's not it, it, a lot of things
1: that anger me. I mean, we like to joke around and and get in spirited discussions, but angry, angry is 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 the fact that people think that this is either okay or the people that come out and then defend people who do that because of words. And I'm like, I, I don't accept that, regardless of what your explanation is. Well, I know? think
0: I think it's funny too. Like you know, yeah. and, and we talked about some media stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, before today, you know, earlier today, Um, you know, CNN idiots. And like, like, for example, like oh, Sean Hannity, uh, that guy mm-hmm. in- increasingly <laughs> is driving me crazy. Sure. And, you know, it's just a, such a good example that they're just keeping him on because he is this blowhard mm-hmm. right wing nut. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the okay, so after, did you watch any of the first presidential debate?
1: I did. I watched the whole thing.
0: It's fucking disaster.
1: Oh, it's was a disaster on everybody. Absolutely, it yeah, was the, desa- Trump was it, a disaster. Biden was a disaster. The moderator. I mean, everything as a whole was a disaster.
0: Um, everybody was. And let's be fair, Trump was the worst of it all in the sense that he he bullied his way about on stage. Mm-hmm. You can say what you want about Chris. What's his name? Chris Wallace. Chris, Chris and Wallace. And was he taking sides? I don't think. I think it I think at some point it, it, it just it's just what's going on. Mm-hmm. But never mind, never mind placing blame on people right who's worst or not. But when Sean Hannity says, Are people America the American people want a gladiator as a president, I go, <laughs> okay. So whether that's true or not, whether some individuals want a gladiator president or not.
1: I think Let's, that's a bit, I think it's a bit overstating it. <laughs> it's,
0: it's. I think it's, I think it's absolutely. <laughs> There's a
1: difference of saying, I want a president who will fight for America and that a gladiator president, that's just a, that's it, just a fancified word for something that doesn't, that, you, you think of the Romans and all that. And it's like, that's yeah. just dumb. Just, just I, I can live with just the, I could live with the, I just want a president I feel is going to fight for America. That's all you need to
0: say, right? It, I mean, it, that doesn't come it, across it, it, the it same may, way. It may right? Maybe not even that. Just, sure. I want a right. strong, right, um, exactly. firm, Sure. person who leads our country. Okay. Right. Uh, but he says he actually said a gladiator as a president. Yeah, and here he came out and oh it was he was he was out there and he was being a gladiator. I go, okay. Not so really. first of all, he wasn't. <laughs> so you're wrong. Like and, and objectively wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know there's, there's that's not what he was doing. Number 1. Number 2, he then goes, "You know what? What we really need is for him to come out." And for them just not, have, and just let them go. that's what we, we need to see and we, we really need to see it to see who's the. And I go, no, not it's really. not. The fact of the matter is is the, the office of the president is an interesting one because in the United States, you guys have a one particular uniqueness about the president. Most countries have two people. Who, who are at the top of the country. And they have a, mm-hmm. the statesperson, mm-hmm. and then they have the actual chief administrator. Mm-hmm. For example, um, Canada, we have the prime minister, and uh-huh. he's basically, he behaves like a statesman, but technically his role is the chief administrator of the government. And then our actual chief statesperson is our governor general. Mm-hmm. In many countries have a president and a prime minister. Russia does. Um, And the president tends to be your statesperson, and the prime minister tends to be your chief administrator. Sure. And something like that. Right. The interesting thing is the United States only has one. You guys only have the one. So the person has to pull double duty as being the chief administrator, because that's actually technically what the president's role is, is to be the administrator of the government. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, we're, in, we're into fucking what what is this? We're into Civics one oh one here, right? <laughs> um, but right. but it also is the chief states person. And the fact is is that, you know, a debate between the two chief people who are rolling, running for the for the role should be civil. And it should there's no pro, there's no problem with it getting heated and getting a little bit riled up because mm-hmm. it, there's important stuff at stake. But Until, you know, until Trump, the, you know, obama Kerry, Mm -hmm. Obama-McCain, you know, Bush, uh, who did he run, uh, no, who did Bush run against, Bush too? Oh, uh, Gore. uh, Gore. And then the second time he ran against, who did he run against in his second term? Oh, it was... uh Oh God! Who was not Because Obama was against John Kerry, and he was against right. Uh, McCain, right?
1: Right, because yeah, because 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 uh, Bush uh, or W W was, was done. In his eight, he was done. So, yeah, yeah. He was done his um, eight years. Right. Same, so same, ran, same thing
0: for Bush. He would. He didn't go against Clinton, so he went right. against. He right. went against Al Gore in the first um, kick at it, and then who did?
1: He, God, I can't remember off the top of my who head. Who
0: did Bush two? Run against in his. It's gonna. The name is gonna come up, and we're just gonna kill ourselves. Yeah,
1: sure, of course. Well, of course it is, but you know. Oh, John Kerry. It was Kerry. That's yeah. right. Okay, that's it right. was Kerry. So right, you know. Right. And you oh, think now of, that I think about it, yes. And I'm
0: thinking back now. Going. And didn't I just oh, say oh, it a no. moment ago?
1: Yeah, exactly. You did, John Kerry. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway,
0: yeah. you think of any of those debates of uh, the we just named. They were civil. Sure. Did they get heated at times? No doubt. Well, of course. Uh, but, but like, you know, like, but Fun Hannity says this crap, take the martyr away and just let them go at it. What well, the fuck we'll are go at it how? Number one, But just But just even him suggesting that. <laughs> like, he, he's just, it's just being an idiot. And that's sure. not a right left thing. It's Sean No, Hannity's, that's just That's stupid. just Sean Hannity's a fucking idiot. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you know, it, Yeah. So it's it just, it's goofy. So so here we are. It's 20 to 10 mm-hmm. on Monday, November 2nd. Tomorrow, 24 hours from now. Mm-hmm. It's likely we'll be close to or hearing of.
1: Oh, I, I I think we're a week away. Really? Because we have a lot of mail-in votes. And you have a lot of mail-in voting. And you have already some segments that the state Supreme Courts have already said will allow... Mail in votes to be received up to three days after. Yes, up to three to four days after. So, so, so what do potential. you think? Yeah,
0: so, so, so the question remains: is what do you think? Twenty four hours from now, we'll be hearing.
1: I, I, th- I think you're. I don't know. I really fucking don't know. I think it's going to be uh, either one of two things is going to happen. There, there's going to be such an overwhelmingly support for one candidate that that mail in's going to be irrelevant at that point. I mean, we mailed our ballots off two weeks ago
0: right already so, so right so, so d- it's so here's right. here's the thing yeah but Bo- Trump has been all over mail-in uh, voting as fraudulent well, it's, it's, it's but the potential for fraudulent is high well apparently not but well, well it
1: is there is there's already been multiple outlets that have verified that there are bundles of Republican votes been thrown in the trash so there is some issues that are rightful now that being said to be fair that to be that that's not just one that's been happening in multiple places but that being said he they are right that the propensity for potential fraud is going to be significantly higher and when you have several states that have already had large numbers of one-sided votes dumped into dumpsters it's you have every right to complain about it at this point.
0: Well, okay, so but I've been reading that, and that's apparently not true, and apparently well, it's not, not, not false either. No, but that it, didn't just get made up completely. No, but it's not right. one-sided. It's just ballots have have right. had some challenges, and some well, and
1: you have concerning things like uh, the state of Pennsylvania, where the Supreme Court said that it's fine for people who requested mail-in votes their signatures don't have to match the mail-in vote request.
0: So, so okay. okay. So, interesting. Put, all, pull out, put all that to the side for right, a Right, sure.
1: No, I'm just saying that I understand, but, inter- but I also but the, understand the what we're doing.
0: The interesting thing is, when asked directly about it, mm-hmm. he it continues to push on mail-in voting as fraudulent until if he's ahead, it won't be a problem. So is it just a problem if he's behind? So the big question mark, of course, has been from the way all his rhetoric has been is if he loses or um, it's being shown to lose, what is his reaction going to be based on what his rhetoric has been for the last month or so? Because his rhetoric has really come across that, you know, if he's losing or if he loses... It's false. It's fraudulent. But if he wins, thumbs up, everything's all good. Which it's, you know, that's sort of like he wants to have his cake and eat it too. Why wouldn't you? Well, sure. But the the question mark is, is there a volatility there mm-hmm. that, you know, even given that um, legally, you know, like, like when Al Gore lost.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh sure, with will, the hanging will, will chad he, and yeah, will, the, will
0: you know? Will he? Will he vacate? I, I'm not even worried about that. It's, a, it's an interesting question that people, right? Ask. But I'm not. But I, yeah.
1: But people ask that question. But the, the most people I'm hearing asking the same question are the same people that haven't accepted an election from 2016. I mean, I'm like you're bringing that up now, but yet I'm yeah, watching. but this You've is but, this, but that's so that
0: not me. who you're talking to right now.
1: No, but the, I am talking. I am because the same people that are constantly asking that. I oh, know I'm not talking to you, that person, right now. I, is that what you mean?
0: That's what I'm saying. You okay, are ta- got you're, it. you're not talking right, to right. people.
1: Right, right, What I'm just I'm not, saying. I'm is, asking the right. question. Oh yeah, no. I, I honestly, I don't think much about it. We'll we cross the bridge when we come to it. Do I think that he's going to turn it into a protracted legal battle? No. Do I? Do I? think really that there you don't
0: there think are, well actually no ask the question no. differently right. do, you think, do you think he could or do you think do you think there's the possibility that he would
1: I think if I think if you have enough incidents that happen where you can show that there's some significant issues then yeah you might have an issue it's possible both ways yeah for both I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is strictly for Trump I'm saying overall in the entire election so that anything that that could be said You know, I I think it could equally happen on either side. The only way that would avoid that, and I think for there would be a constant question, number one, because we're in the middle of COVID and we have these, the mail-in voting situations and the drop-off votings, and this is just an abnormal situation. No doubt. So I think because of the abnormality that's been forced on everybody, I think it's fair for any side, all sides to always be concerned. Um, but I think it's going to matter of what actually happens. Uh, I think that if you have an overwhelming landslide of one side or the other, then it's clearly not relevant. But I think if we get into a, situa- in a situation here where you have come in neck and neck, and it's there, then there's both sides are going to have questions. And to be fair, they're probably both right. This would include you know Biden as well. I mean, you'd have every right to question something extremely close and turn it into a situation. Unfortunately, with you know, like we saw with um uh Florida, right? With Gore and uh and uh and GW, right? that, that was yeah, so it was Gore. So yeah, I, I don't know. I that's the thing about it. That that is what I've learned so far about 2020. We don't know. I have no idea. True. Yep. And you know, um it's it's I mean, I think I speak for pretty much most Americans where we're like, can we just get this fucking over with, (laughs) you know, we're just, just really tired of a lot of shit on everything. everything. Sure. So, you know, and, and, but I don't think, um, I, you know, I, I'd like to, to see one way or the other, a decisive victory one way or the other tomorrow to just to quell anything, regardless of Trump wins or regardless of whether he loses that it's strong enough on either case that it's like, okay, we can be done and move on. um, I'd like to. I'd like to say that's going to happen, but I'd also like to say that 2020 <laughs> fucking sucks, and I just don't bank on it. <laughs> it's, this is you know? crazy. I did not yeah.
0: think. I'm looking at a poll right now on a pretty good polling website. Because mm-hmm. poll, polls are polls, right? Right. But yeah. man, oh man, is it! Oh, there we go. Now we're finding some Trump numbers. Um, but for the most part, oh, mind you. The problem, too, is I'm looking at states here, and I don't know which what the right. electoral coral volu- right. college votes are for these ones. Right. Like, where it... Uh,
1: you know, I was, I heard a quote the other day, and it made sense. Um, so I've really kind of took that quote a while ago, and I've just applied it so I don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. I can't think about things I can't control. I have cast my vote. That's all I can do. You know? So um, the quote basically... Was oh fuck me, I forgot it. <laughs> it. Took too long, stupid me. It took long to get to it. Now I forgot.
0: Nailed it, buddy. Oh, nailed
1: it. I did nailed it. Yeah, I did all right. The geezer in me. Oh my god.
0: You know it's crazy um, though. Florida. The interesting thing is Florida. Is... Oh, I remember now. So go ahead. Okay, go.
1: Yeah, it was basically to the effect of, it, regardless of any one way pull up or down because Trump's involved, it's just extremely difficult to ever gauge anything. Sure. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's it's true. And, and it's, you know, and, and there's so many reasons why clearly, but it's one of those things where, you know, I've, I also, you know, strongly believe, um, especially, and I, I think you would somewhat agree. I mean, we may not strong disagree, you know, strength of how, how strong you would agree, but I think you, are probably because you and I are very similar. Just looking at overall media, we're not picking a side left or right, but the overall media has embarrassed themselves over the past four years minimum. They've not done a better job now. And I think it's extremely difficult to trust anything that gets thrown out there a day before an election or two days, because it's regardless of where you're, what site you're reading, because the end result is, is that again, this is the perception game Sure. Uh, on any side, all the but, time. But, but so, polls are interesting.
0: Yeah. To, the polls mm-hmm. are interesting to read because I think they yeah, they tell a story. Well, I, I think, think the, polls, I think,
1: historically speaking, you should never discount them. They are generally speaking valid almost every time,
0: give they, or take. So now the interesting thing is, it's interesting to look at them the day before, mm-hmm. especially in the case that we know that they were not great for the last election to see because the, the thing right. is, these polling companies—if they get it drastically wrong again. Nobody will fucking care, right. and nobody will look at them. So I'm thinking, you know, just the way they've gone about it this year, they mm-hmm. got they got to do better this 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 election cycle. So the interesting. Cause so what are the what are the states that are sort of the key ones? Pennsylvania,
1: Pennsylvania, New so we got, York.
0: We got Pennsylvania. And I mean, no, I mean like swing states, like oh, swing new, states. Got like, you. Like, like, it's like new Ohio,
1: Pennsylvania, so, so Wisconsin, so Pennsylvania, Minnesota. So I'm looking at, so
0: I'm right. Looking at Pennsylvania right now. It's plus two Biden. Mm-hmm. Right. That's close. Interesting. Is which Texas, is completely shocking. But Texas. Okay. Texas uh-huh. is only plus four for Trump. Right. Florida exactly. uh, is plus eight for Biden. Right. It's quite a bit.
1: And you know, I look at polling in general. I I don't really now because I stopped because I went. Yeah. I looked at it in general and go. I still feel that polling, especially with Trump being involved. Sure,
0: but but again, but again, listen listen I to recommend. what I'm saying. I think that you know they 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 did poorly in the last election. The companies that do them. Sure. And and I and, and I just have to feel that they those companies have to look at it and go. We can't get it this badly wrong again. Like it just. No. I, you we, you can if,
1: it, if a group of people still feels disenfranchised because of being constantly told that if you support Trump you're X if they're not answering questions I, and I don't, they're not I don't responding think, I think I don't that's think that, more that, than I, I think, I don't that, don't
0: is think that, that is a that lot more than disenfranchisement exists it, I don't think it exists I'm uh, trying to I think I'm there's try, I don't try, know, know if there's as much but, yeah I don't think I don't right, think it's the same as it was four years ago
1: I think it's I think it's better but I still think there's a significant amount of the population that aren't talking to polls.
0: I think that's that's, and I I, think that's true on every case I think that's the reality of 2016 and 2020 but again (laughs) I just think that you know these companies probably had to take stock over the last four years hopefully you know what we can't can't be this wrong twice in a row otherwise people will just go fuck it we're not looking at your shit ever again (laughs) do you know what I mean and and they're out of business they're a business right right so I mean so anyway just going by what's on here Florida I've got a plus 8 mm-hmm Pennsylvania, a plus two for Biden. I'm surprised by the Florida one.
1: I'm more surprised by the Pennsylvania because of how anti-fracking he is.
0: Well, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, so Texas only plus four, right? Which, which I, is surprising for Trump. What are sure. some of the other ones that are, are, that are Ohio? key? I can? Let me see Ohio, if can find Ohio, Ohio. I'm not very versed in all
1: the swing states, it's, it's but that even, tends to be the one that's yeah, drawn out. Minnesota, I mean, Wisconsin, even
0: Wisconsin. Minnesota. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan Minnesota, plus seven, right. plus seven to Biden, mm-hmm. um, Ohio. See, here's another one that says plus four when another one said, even, uh, Pennsylvania. they like, okay, so there's a whole bunch of polls and it's like right. plus three, plus eight, plus 10, plus five, plus seven, plus 12. These are all, um, Pennsylvania ones. Another one plus
1: two, um, I, I don't believe the swing state info anymore. I haven't because Biden has done very minimal f- attempt to do any swing states his rallies okay, are Okay, so so really here's an, here's an, weird. But yeah,
0: bullet. but here's an here's an interesting point about mm-hmm. that. And I saw a Fox pundit talking about this. Mm-hmm. And he made a really good point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Biden has been remarkably quiet in this campaign compared to any campaign we've seen in the last say 20 years, 25 mm-hmm. years? Sure. For any candidate, right? And I think if there might be a smart strategy here, we're going to see. But this, I think, this guy was talking about this, and he was talking about it from a critical point of view, mm-hmm. and so it, it was it was actually interesting. He was saying, and I think there's some relo- there's some really good thinking here. Is one of the reasons why Hillary Clinton did poorly against Trump. Mm-hmm. Never mind what you might think of her. Right, is sure. she tried to go toe to toe with him. Right. And that's dumb because he's an asshole. And this is called what it is. He's an asshole. He calls people names. He speaks in a way that's, hey, see that guy over there? Kick his ass. I'll pay for it. You. you know, like he mm-hmm. says shit like that. He, he's an asshole. And I only say that because of, of objectively what he does. Mm-hmm. And the point is, is that Hillary is not an asshole,
1: Right, she might but not she be. Tried, she tried. She tried to play tried a game to, against. That's right. right,
0: she tried to go toe to toe with him. She tried to play his game. When the fact of the matter is, people like that. Most people are not like Trump. Most people are not a poor right. character individual when it comes to that. And again, I'm saying this because it's just, there's, there's almost no one that disagrees that he's a jerk. Because he's a jerk. No, nobody stands up in front of people at seventy something years old and mm-hmm. calls people names. <laughs> like that's just right. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, she tried to play that game and she lost because quite frankly, for whatever reason that Teflon that he has on him was working and I've said it before as a campaigner, he's a brilliant campaigner. So mm-hmm. like I give him that sure. I give him that credit. I don't like the way he's done it, but it works. Mm-hmm. This guy was saying a great point is, you can't go to toe-to-toe with Trump. You'll lose. So Biden has just said, you know what? then I won't do anything.
1: Because, it's an yeah, that's amazing.
0: And it's an interesting tactic because <laughs> it actually appears to be working. It's an interesting tactic because that's all he could do anyways. Well, but Joe
1: Biden, is, he's done. You know he's useless. But, but,
0: but, never, but never mind that for a second. Right. If the actual tactic is to say, you know what? No matter what, if you try to go and, and, and debate or talk or campaign against this guy, you get drawn into his bullshit. So I just won't do it, and 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 this is again this is a guy who's this is I can't remember the guy's name. He's always been critical of any mm-hmm. like sure. Democrat left, mm-hmm. but he was actually kind of doing this like, fuck this might actually work sort of like way of going about it. Like it's you know, it it seems to be that's what Biden's tactic is, and again, whether it's going to work or not, we're going to see. But it 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 does make sense, right? What do people say? What do you, when the bully starts bullying, what do you do?
1: You hide in your basement and don't do political runs and you win. You,
0: that you, makes a lot of sense, though. It doesn't make the, sense. You ignore the bully.
1: But he doesn't. Here's a, he's not ignoring the bully. He's just not doing anything anywhere else. But that's, His campaign but, schedule, meaning he's not but, out but,
0: there. But, but that's the point. That's actually what they're saying is. That's the point. Because if you go out on campaign, as soon as you start saying anything and doing anything, Trump picks every little thing you do and, and does his bit. He does his bit no matter what you say. He'll be like, "Yeah, do you see him?" He was like, "It doesn't matter what Hillary mm-hmm. did, right? It doesn't matter what she did. He found it and went after it." Mm-hmm. So it could be this tactic that Biden just goes, "You know what? I just won't do anything because then he has no ammo."
1: Sure, I mean, if if, if I, I got to tell it's, you, it's an interesting be, strategy. It's um, and I'm in. I'm I'm looking at it just like every like you said, like he is. He's looking at it just from look. I got to give a perspective. Right. Doesn't mean it's the right perspective, but it's a perspective that's worth. It's intriguing, you know, it's an interesting, it's as, an interesting as, take as an it. as an as an as an interesting take. And but as a personal individual, uh, you know, I'm looking at that going if if you, you know and I'm not saying you what I'm saying is, is if you need to take your message, you go talk to the people.
0: No, but, but here's the thing. You got to remember right. what Trump has done, what Trump has proven in the last four or five years mm-hmm. is campaigning is not, it's not about political message.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not about facts. It's not about um, actually going and talking about platform. It's mm-hmm. going out and just doing what he did. Th- Cause the fact is, is that if you read his transcripts, if you listen to him talk, you get no substance. He's going out there it, it, with Hillary is he just went out there and just lambasted her. That's all he did. He just just lambasted Hillary, yelled "build the wall, build a wall" a few times, and these sort of things. The I when I talk about how he campaigned, he campaigned in a way that you you couldn't piece together what his platform was with any kind of details. Details you could pick out a few things, but you couldn't pick out actually details of what his platform was for his last election. That didn't exist. Mm-hmm. He went and just campaigned. In, in, in an attacking fashion and basically tore apart Hillary Clinton. And for those who were on the fence, he took a lot mm-hmm. of people who were on the fence and, and moved them either mm-hmm. to his side or to not vote right, for her. The, right, exactly. And, right? Oh, and, and, and those who already didn't like her, there was a lot of people that didn't that voted to either vote against her mm-hmm. or for Trump. Right. Right? Sure. And he right. did that, which is mm-hmm. brilliant. But he can't do that with Biden. He can't, do, he can't rally up the vote, vote against Biden vote, mm-hmm. which is I think what he's relying on is his vote plus the against Biden vote. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I might not vote for, be voting for Trump, but I'm voting against Hillary. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there was a lot of people that did that. There was a lot of people who said, you know what? I may not be voting for Trump, but I'm definitely voting against Hillary. And right. I think that he's losing. I don't think he's getting that vote now mm-hmm. because Biden has been hasn't been around for him to rail on. I, I, so, like I said, it's a, it's right. an interesting. So, yeah, tactic. you're a, not.
1: You're right. I'm not saying you're agreeing with it. I, it's but, an interesting tactic to understand that. I guess as just me sitting in the middle of it down here, looking at an individual who can't who can't even like, do I really believe this individual is going to do anything but roll over? I totally believe it to everybody. I believe it. He roll. He's rolled over his whole career and anything he's ever done. He doesn't fight, and that's who you want to lead your country against somebody else. Okay, I mean, I get it. It's not Trump, but man, if that's if that's where we're headed, oh my god. Okay, you know, I've se- I've seen the tax bracket potentially coming.
0: What What, what do you mean?
1: Uh, well, Biden's plan, who he continues to tout and say that we will not raise taxes on anybody who makes over 400000 has already been, He said this every time he's out now, and they've already. it's already been debunked by multiple tax sources, that, uh, it will affect everybody across the board. California alone, including the federal government taxes with California taxes, will be up to 63%. And I got to tell you, living in California, that sucks. It's California, New York, and another one that would be up in the 60s. Which is by far the highest in the
0: nation. 63% on what? Uh, at what? Total
1: income. Again. Total income. Including federal. That would be what? But at, you what, know, but
0: at what earnings? Like somebody who's making $20,000 isn't going to pay 63% of their taxes. It will
1: affect their the tax system. I got to look it up. Basically said it will trickle to every single party. This $400,000 range that he says, it will hit middle class people. It will eventually hit lower yeah, but, income people. Yeah, yeah.
0: But hold it. You're t- you throwing out a number there. There's no way somebody who makes forty thousand dollars in California mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. going to pay. You're telling me they're going to pay twenty three. They're going to pay twenty three thousand dollars in income tax. Mm-hmm. You tell me that that's fact.
1: Tax Policy Center concluding Biden's proposals would increase taxes on average and all income groups. Tax Foundation Included yeah, Biden's yeah, no, no, plan no, no. We, would we lead just... to higher taxes across all income groups. So I'm not saying that the person making $40,000 a year specifically is going to pay 62% because they don't make that. I can tell you right now, being just under $100,000, my taxes are going to go up. My point is, is that he's already said that. And before he come out and said, used a $400,000 number, which is kind of fairly new for him, he's flat out come out and said the entire time, all those tax cuts, you vote for me, I'm cutting everything. And I get it. He's probably indicating for the rich. That's kind of how I felt like he was probably going. But my, my point is, is, we still that's another thing. We don't know what Biden's doing because he's not out there really saying anything. So we don't even know where he's going, right? So all we can do is go X or Y. And yeah, strategy-wise, I'm no, not going to go against the guy because he's be, just going to be, beat let's be, on, me up.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. 65 million people voted for Trump with mm-hmm. the same thing there was so many things that you had no clue about what his actual plan was i mean the guy and, but now but,
1: but now you know
0: no, but no, no, you've no, had on, 4 but, years but on, but on, of it. but hold on that's not what i said 4 years ago the guy flat out said he did not have a plan for health care flat out said it you can find mm-hmm. the video of it he said i don't have it but we're going to figure it out and, and people voted for him so when you say never mind the tax thing but when you say he's he's hi, Biden's hiding, so how do you vote for him? When like, mm-hmm.
1: but he is. I mean, what I'm saying from well, a personal level, is that the man. That's, the, that's the, the, the logic doesn't I, make sense to me. It does make sense because the man is weak. The man is so that's weak. Di-
0: There's two different points.
1: That's a, but it's a major point. The point is, is a, as a leader, somebody who hides. Somebody who again, can't again, even again, finish again. a sentence at this point couldn't even find you, the not, stage not, yesterday. No,
0: no, 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 no. You see, you're conflating two different ideas. You're conflating the idea of a leader versus a campaigner, right? Just mm-hmm. oh, two okay. different points. I'm making I'm making two very different points. Again, in my opinion, as a statesman, as a president, I don't think Trump is fit to, 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 to take office. But however, I don't care about that. How, however, <laughs> yeah. however, my point has been all along that he is a fantastic campaigning individual, mm-hmm. and that's why he'll win. Again, I, awesome. set, right. I I compartmentalized the two right. points.
1: Well, you and I have talked at length just before like this. So just like I, I'm I, saying the
0: same thing about Biden. Right. If his oh, yeah. tactic to win, never mind his viability as a president. Sure, I agree. am so not, so totally not commenting agree. on that. Oh, no,
1: no. You and I have had how many text conversations you've been going, this is terrible. Like, but I'm saying this
0: tactic that I'm bringing up right now sure. that I've heard, absolutely if that's legitimate. His tactic to win, sure. I'm saying... It sounds to me like that's pretty bright, regardless of what you might think about him as a actual candidate. Well, he's not running his campaign.
1: We know he's not. So, uh, but nobody ever runs their own. I mean, so yeah, I get it. The
0: the thing is, is that in my opinion, Mm -hmm. and I think I'm trying to be objective here, is this time, no different than last time, Mm -hmm. you have two shitty candidates and and choices to vote for. Mm -hmm. They're both terrible. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, think ter-
1: I'm, I'm, I don't, I, the thing is different. I don't think Trump's terrible. He's terrible. He's no, terrible. I think he's a jerk human being, but I think he's actually gotten things done in general in Washington. Such as what?
0: What legislation has he, has he put through? <laughs>
1: investment into African-American communities, investment in African-American schoolings, investment. I mean, Eric, I can go down a list. You'll, I'll find it. You know, let's look up the list. I mean, I'm, I, I didn't want to get into the list because there's a lot, but the end result is you can't sit here and say at all. The guy's got nothing done. He's I, got a lot done in four years. Than people have done, and again, I'm not a like, I'm I'm not a oh god, I love the guy, I'm the guy's an absolute jerk half the time when he talks, but I don't really give two shits about what he says. I really don't. I don't
0: because well, I think that's what, unfortunate. Because well, it's they, not unfortunate it.
1: because what he says is not what goes out into actual to, to actual policy and to do anything against anybody that way. You know, I mean, I, I don't like the fact that he attacks, you know, people like Mika and people like that just stupid ways. It's like, who gives a shit about, you know, X and Y and Z? But, you know, I just, I look at it from a point of view is, you know, I, I look at everybody talking about being a statesman. Don't give a shit anymore. We've had statements for how, statements of how long and what we've become is become a swamp driven place. And not just because Trump called swamp, it had been called swamp for years. And He just, he just was smart to grab on and continue to say it because that's what he does. You've got, I mean, you've got a system at this point that it, on all sides is extremely flawed, extremely corrupt. And the end result is, is that this is where we are. And you know, I would have liked to see after four years, you to bring somebody stronger to the table, like, and I think you're going to see that next grouping, right? Cause Trump's going to be gone. Biden's clearly going to be gone. You're going to be seeing people like Tulsi Gabbard, who I quite like actually. And I I did, I've, I've watched a lot more on her recently too. And I mean, I'm impressed with her. And again, she's a Democrat. Fine. It's, it's, it's not it, you know, it's, and I, you know, I, I, I'm certainly hoping, you know, you, you got to get younger, right? You got to get more progressive on all sides. And I just think that at this point, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just looking at what you have. And of course, we're basically, this is, you're right. I mean, the aspect of is this, this is where we got, you got two candidates that are clearly not ideal. And we're basically any worse scenario when it came to because Hillary, Hillary, in a lot of people's eyes was ideal. And clearly she was not in a lot of people's eyes, but I definitely fully, you know, agree at this point that these are just not the optimum situations.
0: And it, you know, both both of them are pretty damn far. Right. And you you know, know, if you, if you're going to pull out a list of things that are accomplished by Trump, Mm -hmm. like I can do that myself. I can, I can pull out, I can pull out, you know, the whitehouse.gov list. Of course. That's, that's printed out by the Trump administration themselves. And you know, I know that you can also look at Mm -hmm. all of those different things that are listed and and you can point out where some of them are true, some of them Mm -hmm. are spun in a way that makes them look more than, than they actually are and and whatnot. Um, you know, it's, you know, you can also talk about the things that he's done that have, that are detrimental to the United States. Um, Like
1: hurting people's feelings.
0: Um, well, you know, I think that, I think that you, you can, without getting into the details, cause I don't right. want to get the details on, on positive or negative, but I can sure. tell you two that I think are a big deal. Um, I think that in, in, su- in, in his Supreme Court nominees, you're going to hurt some, mm-hmm. you could po- you have the possibility of, or nominees actually, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that actual, like they've been finished confirmed, co- yeah. confirmed individuals. I think that depending on could hurt badly. Some things mm-hmm. that have been progressively important to the United States, right hand left um and just in general i think there, there's that mm-hmm. and also i had a really interesting conversation the other day with a person who is um who works at my work and is chinese like not canadian but it mm-hmm. actually is chinese sure. and he's, he's like um his his inability to be diplomatic with china mm-hmm. as, as much as i believe he has the right stance Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is an interesting right. comment I have. Sure, he's going about it in the wrong way because one of the mm-hmm. things about China is, is, no matter what you might do, right or wrong, if you do it in a way that does not allow the Chinese people or mm-hmm. people within their government to "quote unquote" save face or you know mm-hmm. remain um, dignified. They don't care whether you're doing the right or wrong thing. They will mm-hmm. absolutely demolish you, uh, in whatever way they can, because you're not stately, statesly with them. And that's where the the states point point comes mm-hmm. into into play. The fact is, China holds so much over the U.S. when it comes to debt that there's like and and manufacturing and stuff. There are actually some dangerous points there that you know you have to do this interesting dance with China because they're so mm-hmm. culturally different. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's an important one. And again, that comes from a place where I do believe that what he is coming from, his perspective, or what he's wanting to accomplish, is right. Right. I but agree with that his, his manner of going about it is detrimental because it may not get you to where you want to go because how he, how he treats mm-hmm. the Chinese because they' because the, the fact is is that they culturally they're very different. Sure, very, very different. Anyway. Right. No, I, all of I, I of that don't disagree aside, with that. All that. I don't that, disagree with that at all. All, I mean, all I, of that aside, no. at this point, quite frankly, what his accomplishments are or mm-hmm. are not, and truly have happened or truly mm-hmm. have not happened, or whatever, but, however you want to put it, they don't sure. matter at this point anymore. Right. Exactly. They don't. Um, and and I think that it's all about how they've campaigned. And mm-hmm. I've said it. Like I said, we've said it a number of times, it's his it's his campaigning ability that got him mm-hmm. as president. And will if he wins again, sure. not his record. Not his record. His record is not going to get him in. It's his ability to campaign. Um, And I think that this point that this guy had about Biden mm-hmm. and his strategy is very interesting because I hadn't thought about it before. And mm-hmm. I was like, huh, that's actually true. You've barely seen hide or hair of Biden. And I don't think that's because he's old and can't go out and do things. I think it's because they're actually saying if you just... Right. Like, you know, if the bully, you know, again, the analogy is, you know, what's the best way to to combat a bully is just ignore him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, whether you think bullies the right term or not for him and you oh, understand it. Right. Um, and I think- I,
1: I, yeah, I, I don't I don't agree with the fact that I mean, I agree that he's hiding regardless of, of the, the rationale behind it. So I'm, I'm not saying that that's not valid. I'm just my point is, is that I do think a lot of it's because he's old. And it's clear, because you've watched him talk. You've watched him try to answer a question when he's not ready for it, scripted at all, and finish sentences. I mean, the the the, the thing yesterday was actually a riot watching Obama trying to trying to, you know, introduce him for a next rally, and he's off in the distance just hanging out. He's three times he's like Joe. I mean, it's kind of funny to a certain level, I didn't but see when he's, it. it's pretty funny. I mean it's a rally literally and obama's like hey and here you know here we've got our candidate joe biden and he turns and joe is about 30 feet off by himself just standing there not not even looking at him and he's all joe biden still just standing over there (laughs) it's 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 actually funny i mean it's you know so i i think there is i'm not i i think there are parts to everything i think the campaign strategy is you're right we're stay out of public view as much as possible um, I do think there are other parts to it as well. I definitely don't think he's is cognitively, cognitively.
0: Well, clearly you as, are though.
1: <laughs> well, I can't even say it. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I know he couldn't say it. So, hey, guess what? I know he couldn't get that out of his mouth. I barely did. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think there is some of that aspect too. So, I think there's multiple different things involved in it, right? Like everything. It's not cut and dry. It's never cut and dry. It's never black and white. There's definitely, and you, again, you, it's like everything. What are you trying to do in any sport, right? Any sport. Okay. Here's what we know we're good at. Here's what we're not. We're going to tailor fit a game plan just like for everything. This is what we can do. This is the best way we can try to win. It's just like every every week on Sunday or every baseball game or every basketball game. And this is just where we're going to find out. So, yeah. it's. I don't think we're going to have an answer tomorrow night unless it's just an overwhelming one side. Regardless of what side. Outside of that, I think we're looking at a couple days. At least. And that ought to be fun.
0: Well. <laughs>
1: fun. Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, fu- yeah fun. Let's go with fun. <laughs> fun. It be, uh, it'll be super duper the funnest thing ever. Yeah.
1: Oh, God. You know, yeah, totally fun. Can't I wait. did want to talk to you really quickly because I think it's an interesting discussion and you and I talked to you. You hadn't watched. Have you watched the Michael Vick? Di- I don't want to talk about specifically Michael Vick on the documentary because you may have not seen it. Did you watch it yet?
0: I haven't watched the Michael okay. Vick one yet. I, 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 I definitely will be because. Um, right. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm curious. I think it's an interesting topic of talking about redemption. Like you don't have to. Like our listeners probably have an idea about Michael Vick anyway, so you don't have to know. Well, this there's documentary. Two, there's, two, it. there's two sports right. people I think that have right, which we can use as a, in this discussion, which makes sense to give these examples.
0: Yeah, and Michael Vick is one of them. Right, clearly. And I'm Mike curious Th- who the other one is. And, yes, and Mike Tyson is good one. Good is, idea. An, is another one. Yeah, uh, it, the one with Tyson though is is that he's. Which, by the way, his fight's coming up. Uh,
1: is this with Jones?
0: Yeah, with Roy Jones. It's, right. um, when is it? It's coming up here soon. This weekend? Tyson Jones mm. Jr. 28th. Sorry. Oh, okay. So it's we at, got it's at, at the end of November. End of the month. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Tyson one's interesting because, you know, he was, how old was he when he went to jail
1: like in his early 20s i think yeah 26 27 oh, okay i thought it was a little earlier than that but
0: uh, no let's see when did he go to jail prison i should say prison he went to prison Pri- yeah he did he
1: went to prison jail jail <laughs>
0: yeah real real in 92 yeah. and sentenced to 6 years released after 3 so okay. in 92 he was how old i don't know 66 so 26
1: oh, so, okay so he was mid twenties when he got out. So yeah. he went in at like twenty three. So he went in his
0: early twenties.
1: Is that where, where we were?
0: Well, he was went in twenty six, came out at twenty nine.
1: Okay. Okay. Got
0: it. All right. Yeah. So he and he and he won the unified title. He unified the title at twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um. No, sorry. He was twenty. When he won his first belt. Mm -hmm. And he unified it at, yeah, he was 20 years old. 20 years old, 20 years old, four months. And then when when did he unify it? 87 is when he added the WBA and the IBF. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so a year later because wow. he won the WBC title in 86 right and 20 years old so he was twenty one yeah that's right he was 21 when he unified it right.
1: i I'm kind of more curious about in, in terms of the redemption as more I guess you could say well, I'll fair to say as a human being because again we're all flawed you know so you know it, that's but I'm curious like I mean obviously he's he's as the years have gone by too really intelligent individual. Um uh very interesting, that's for sure. Now. Um you know, it's got us, you know, he has a well, the marijuana farm in Northern California, but in general he's he's I don't know, he's just an interesting guy now. When you look it back at where he was and his fall from grace with, you know, the whole prison thing and to where he is now. You know, yeah, it's very interesting.
0: I um I listened to one of his episodes of his podcast called Hot Boxing, mm-hmm. and he had this guy on mm-hmm. who apparently is one of the experts in the world on this um, a hallucinogen mm-hmm. that's, I think, DMT-based, but it comes from a frog. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, uh, what, he did it in the middle of the he – di- he did with this guy. So this guy guides people through this experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Tyson did the, um, the drug <laughs> – in the middle of the podcast oh. but what they did was is they paused so it there's almost no they're like okay we're gonna go away for a moment right they didn't give a time they, to kick in they didn't and, let and then, it no no, okay. no 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 and then they're like okay we're back and, and then he describes the experience so the, oh, it's not him, it. he, it's not him high oh but, but okay. he goes away and like in the in an instant the, the podcast goes okay we'll be right back mm-hmm. and then like Tick. all right mike so mm-hmm. you know, you just did this and he, he's like and they, he explains the experience Oh, okay. It's quite interesting.
1: Wow. Yeah. That is interesting.
0: And that one was, it's hot boxing is the, uh, the new one.
1: (laughs) The other one I thought with Michael Vick is very interesting. Yes. Um, and I think extremely poignant because it's just to me such a really in your face example, you know, and I remember I was telling Susan, she goes, yeah, I remember years ago too. You've always not defended. She's like, you've not defended what. He did, you've always said he paid his debt. He's worked outside of that. You know, he's done a lot of things in the community. You know, people have a right to move forward, and you don't have to like what he did. And I totally agree with that because I don't. But I do have to respect people trying to make amends and trying to better themselves and seemingly have what I feel as a human being, at least. And again, there's people that are, it's never going to be okay like he's never going to be a good human being, right? Because of everything that happened, totally don't blame him. That's their right to feel that way. But I think he's a really interesting example of somebody who took a situation that, you know, he went through and cre- it caused, you know, and took, took responsibility for and has moved from that in terms of, you know, paying his debt, You know, playing football again, even becoming an even better quarterback, generally speaking, you know, outside of that, because he took it. It was interesting. And he talks about how he just didn't take film seriously. And then when he came back with McNabb and McNabb said, we'll give you a shot here. But, you know, we're going every day. I mean, he basically taught him how to be an NFL quarterback, not just I'm I'm. No, I'm I'm not just fast, talented, you know, one of the most amazing athletes we'd ever seen. So. To become an out, he'd lost a step. Clearly, it'd been a couple of years, you know, it'd been just over it's like two years, and so he and you know, he was out of shape, so he'd lost a step. I mean, it wasn't the same going to be the same player, but um, he was really good, and then a lot of the work he did outside of it with the humane society and um, all that, and he still continues to do apparently, which is fantastic. Um, you know, I think. You want to ask people to atone for things that they've done i think he's just a really good example for children that you can make mistakes and he doesn't seem to be i will give him this he doesn't seem to be content with you know what i've done as just enough it feels like he's still continuing to try yeah still continuing to you know remember when they talked about him in prison and he had to get i mean he was smart he ended up hiring a lady who actually they made a TV show. But I don't remember the name of the show. Never watched it, but it was basically she's a fixer, right? She's, in essence, a spin control person. and, okay, and, and like and a and basically, person, yeah. She's a PR rehabilitation, you know, higher profile people types. And so she got involved with him, which was very smart on his part. And she got involved with the Humane Society and said, hey, you know, I want you to go meet with him. And the guy, they even interviewed the CEO. And he's like, there was no way I wanted anything to do with that guy at all. At all. And she said, well, that's fine, but just go with me once, listen to him, interact with him about it. If you don't like him, you can leave. I mean, that's it. We're done. Not not a problem, you know? And so he said he met with him when they were there and I told him in you know, his face that there was nothing he was going to be able to say and do to me that's ever going to believe that he's going to be an individual that I felt could make up for what he did. And he said, but if you want our help and if you want to try, you know, I want to minimum your commitment. We're not, we're not talking a couple appearances. We want you to be working with us for the next year. And, um, and he did that when he got out, he started that. And he did that when he was starting with the Eagles. he continued. But a lot of this stuff was behind the scenes. It was all, cause it was like on a weekly basis. And he liked that. He liked the fact that he got, that he went and did these things. And he did a lot of talks, you know, with children you know, about mistakes, you know, learning. And he's also helped, you know, people that were authoring dogfighting bills with Congress that he showed up and would talk and, and talk to Congress and give his testimony of what he did and, and to continually talk about something that you did years later that clearly he was remorseful for and clearly that he's done a lot of things to show that he was remorseful. But what I very find very interesting about Mike Vick and I give a lot of respect to him as a person is he is very much in my mind a great example of somebody who did something terrible and clearly is not satisfied with what work he's done like he's i think he i feel like he's always going to be a person that's always going to work like that and i'm like that to me is i don't know more what you could ask of people other than not doing it in the first place and by doing it the dog fighting situation clearly for i'm sure people clearly know about it but it was very interesting to learn about it and how it went down, and it was still disgusting and all that. But Totally. It's it it's very interesting, and Susan said, you know, you've always said that. You've never defended him as a person about what he did, but you always said, he, you know, look, the guy paid his debt. There's no reason he shouldn't be able to be allowed to play football, and if he can play still. And he still had done a lot of things, you know, with kids and all that. It, I, I, I think it's a very interesting example of somebody who – Rightfully so is the face of people being hated a person for, you know, dog, uh, animal abuse, in essence, very bad animal abuse. To now, I think it's fair to be seen as he's someone that kids could actually respect and look up to as like, okay, this is an example of a person who, you know, fell, but, but is doing things that are good. And I'm like, you know what, what more can you, what more as a human being are you going to, we can ask for people?
0: Well, here's an interesting question around that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love the idea that you know he he you know did did terrible things, and mm-hmm. and you can talk about you know why that happened and mm-hmm. his influences as growing up and stuff, right? Sure, and, and there's and a that. lot of clear reasons. So sure, sure, yes. he is societal, you know, that mm-hmm. he was, you know, cultural stuff that that was around him. And, and, you know, you should know better, all that, blah, 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 blah. So the question is, and I'm just trying to look at the time here. What are we at? Ooh, we're at two Almost, hours. Yeah. We're at two hours. Um, You know, if someone serves three years in prison for rape, mm-hmm. four years or two years or whatever, he, two years he served for, for, mm-hmm. for what we did with the dog dog fighting. Right. Which, which, which?
1: Interestingly enough, the maximum sentence before that
0: was six months, right? So you know, so, so, so yeah, so whatever right. it is, you know, Tyson, right. Tyson was right. sentenced to six, served right. three, you know, all these things, right?
1: Vic served all twenty four.
0: Yeah, I know he he was in there the whole time for two years, right? Yeah, right. so right. so when they come out, are, you know, have they done? Have they done enough? Hmm. That's such an interesting question. Because, it, like, it is an interesting question. Because I think what happens after that proves whether they did enough or not. Tyson served three years in jail. There's a lot of people who would say rape um, is one of the worst crimes that can be committed and three years in jail, in prison is not enough. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that would say that. And I don't sure. know that I would disagree with them necessarily. Right. But there's a nuance to that. Mm-hmm. and I think that both in the case of Tyson and the t- in the case of Michael Vick, what remains to be seen is what comes out on the end. Not the day they walk out of prison, but a year later, five years later, ten years later. What do we see? Because, you know, if you put a man in prison or a woman in prison, and they come out, and a year later they do that same crime or another crime again, well, then it wasn't enough. And, and not right. only was it that it wasn't enough, it's, what we wanted out of that time, we didn't get. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm a person who says, yes, we need to punish people. Sure, mm-hmm. but is punishment just what we want to do? Depending on the crime, I think for the most part, I think we can all agree that we want that person to come out and go, okay, not only are they not going to do that again, right? but we actually want to get a better person, right? and we're not doing that in the prison system. Right, sure. the U.S., you know, is is an interesting one. It, I know we have a little more of the sort of rehab sort of mentality here, mm-hmm. but you know, that's that's the question, right? Is is it enough? And in the case of Vic, whatever happened to him, the the result on the other end came out. He was punished mm-hmm. for what he did, but he also came out a better person. Was he the, the day he came out? No, there's been a journey. For him, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Same as Tyson, and -hmm. Tyson's been a longer one, I think. Right. But the fact is, is that where he is today, and where he was when he went into prison, two vastly different human beings. Sure. And I think I think does does what I'm sort of talking about make sense? Like, if you put a man behind prison for 25 years, comes out and and kills a man a year later, well, was the 25 years enough? Was it the right 25 years? Who knows, right? But right. I think that's what it is. People go, you know, a guy was in jail for prison for only three years and he raped a woman. Yeah. But what 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 happened in that three years? What did we what, what occurred, right? Like you right. know, same thing with Vic. You 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 mentioned it. Like clearly he's he's come out on the other end a improved human being. Yeah. From from what it, what he was before. Yeah. That's a it's, that's a that's maybe a bit of a longer well, it's, discussion.
1: It's very it's very hard because when you put somebody away, and I'm with you, I believe people need to be punished, especially for severe, severe sure. know, crime actions, you know, Rape, raping, murder, killing dogs, right, right. Yeah. You know, again, at the, at the time, and again, I, I'm one of those people that says you shouldn't have to be taught that, you know, killing an, a live object, whether it's a human being or an or a dog or a cat or whatever, you know, um, you shouldn't do that. Um, but at the time, specifically and partially because of the dog fighting, I think also helped really turn in terms of a public perception toward animals, right? So, sure, I'm I'm not saying it's a good thing it happened, but I'm saying I think some of the end results of it happening have been extremely positive you know, I think animals have been, have been routinely now seen more and given more rights of, of being humane treatment than they ever were considered before. Um, I, and I think that's important, but I agree. Um, you know, you rape somebody and, and what, you know, but I think that's where obviously comes into play with what happens while you're on the inside, you know, are there, Prison psychology. I know they're prison psychologists. I'm just saying, what what happens during those processes? I mean, what are they seeing? I mean, clearly cl- clinical individuals who, you know, can are, are probably very, very skilled at recognizing people that may or may not integrate well back, you know, just based on probably things you and I would have no idea about, right? We're just not wired that way to maybe think about other human beings, about why they do this, would they do this again, right? That's just maybe not what we do do uh you know i think there's always going to be that question you know is 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 x a right amount of time um for 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 and and you're right was that time you know did that change the individual for the better or did it just keep the individual the same or unfortunately quite possibly putting him in say a, a prison um make them potentially even more violent when they get out so who knows I mean, I think I think that's something that really needs to be paid attention to. You know, I think the obviously the the, the re-crime re, re rate and a lot of re-offending rate in a lot of, you know, people with prison is is pretty significant.
0: It's unfortunate, right?
1: Right. And I get I understand depending on what the crimes are. I mean, they're still crimes, but I just mean, you know, a, a guy who went to jail for five or prison for four years because of selling drugs. And a person who goes, you know, and a person who goes to jail for rape, rape, um, yeah, you shouldn't sell drugs because you could potentially kill people. But the end result is, is that, um, you know, those are two types of different crimes when people are walking out. Yep. You know, Um, I, I, you know, I don't know how quick somebody. And again, I, I maybe I'm just trying not to think badly of human nature. And I think we've been around long enough to know, unfortunately, that's not true most of the time. But I would think that it may easier be falling into, you know, selling drugs again than deciding I'm going to rape somebody again
0: after Again, that. depending so, on, right, depending on, sure. right. I, I would say generally that's probably a fair I statement. Would, I would hope, How, you know. What, however, again, you got serial rapist versus a guy right. who's just trying to feed his kids. Like Sure. You know, again, nuanced right. to everything. Um, exactly. You know, and, and, and again, and, different and types and of And again, what, what are we yeah. talk about selling drugs here? I mean, we got people who are in jail. For mm-hmm. having sold marijuana, and it's legal in states. Like, exactly. They, they, exactly. That's a whole. That's yeah, a, a, a the thing a I want to. There's a topic. I would love today. to
1: talk about that because I'm all for look, let him out. <laughs> you
0: know. Yeah, and then then um, there's the nuance of well, you know, he sold drugs, but you know, like anyway, let's talk about that sure. another day. We're that's
1: definitely a, a time-consuming topic, and very interesting. Very. I want to talk about that one.
0: Yeah, well, especially since you know. Um, you know, there's a few U.S. states that is legal, mm-hmm. um, and there's still controversy whether that age should even be allowed, considering it's f- not federally legal. Federally, it's still not legal, right? And yet, here in Canada, it's federally legal. So have at it. You know, like it's, right. it's just it's just not it's a non-issue. And it's really been a non-issue in Canada for a long time, mm. and you know, in the in sort of the the sort of, I guess we could sort of um, set it up for next time we talk is. For a long time mm. in Canada, if you were caught with marijuana, it was like, meh, meh. Like, <laughs> yeah. you Like, know, you know, like if you were caught with it, it was like, and? You know, like it would, right. it's, it's been decriminalized in Canada, at least for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like I I never worried, and, and, and I never smoked pot when I was younger, but I was never worried if I was out with friends that were smoking pot that if, if we got, and uh, I'm talking when I was a teenager. Right. We were never worried if we got caught that we would be in like, Legal trouble, sure. Like there was never nobody ever thought about that. No, not once. Right. It, so that's thirty years almost. Right. Um, but anyway, that's we can we can set that up as a precursor.
1: It has already been written down.
0: Wonderful, sir. <laughs> you are you are on top of this as I expect you to be. In each other. fun one today. I, I this is a good yeah. one.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Got got you a little riled up there a couple times. That was fun.
1: Well, you know, it's been a long time coming with this being so soon tomorrow, right? It's like ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah. you know as we come to the end of this episode it feels like that topic election eve our outgoing music
2: <laughs>
0: oh, couldn't I've, be more appropriate.
1: Oh, heaven.
0: Right? Oh, I, oh, yes. I really I really think that you know for those yeah. of the for those of people who have actually heard our outgoing music and you know what you would find this extremely you, appropriate again very appropriate <laughs> regardless of what side of the spectrum you're hanging out on or whatever we even want to call it left right up down blue red remember in the what? states blue is liberal right? right in canada red is liberal right that's so weird, weird. <laughs> that's so funny we, we played the opposite game we played <laughs> yeah. the, we played the opposite
1: hey, which one are you yeah we're, i'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna do the opposite yeah oh well that's nice okay. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so let's. Um, shall we wrap it up and let people enjoy the the singy song?
1: The singy song.
0: The singy song. Oh, the sing-y good. Song. look,
1: the six year old came out and you. It's so sweet.
0: Uh, you know what? It's,
1: it's not. You're not that far off though. See, that's the thing.
0: It's <laughs> a all, singy I'm, song.
1: The singy song.
0: It's got a little little banjoey tune. Is it a banjo? Oh, a, 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 ukulele. Mm. It's a ukulele, I think. Deliverance. Ooh. It's, no, no. no. <sighs> It's not a bad that's right? A, God, my ass started red for no apparent
1: reason. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> I was yes. very
0: old. I was very old when I saw that movie. It was only a few years ago I saw that movie for the for the first time.
1: Me too. I saw yeah. it later, in you know, not not as a young person, as a young mid adult. I'd say I probably didn't see it till my 30s. And yeah. Wasn't impressed
0: yeah. with it, so it's okay. But I yeah, get I right. get why it was controversial for the time. Oh sure. Well, that now you'd be like, eh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Our recording paused for a second. That was very mm. strange. Okay. Yeah. Wrap it up. Let's do that. Wrap it up. I strive, strive, strive to get everything done. I've played by all the rules, but I very rarely won. I've smiled, I've charmed, I've wooed and laughed, last to no avail. I've run round like a moron to unequivocally fail. I've no more fucks to give, my fuck fuse has just blown. I've been hunting for my fucks all day, but they've upped and fucked off home. I've no more fucks to give, my fuck rations are depleted. I've rallied my fuck army, but it's been fucking